and welcome to show 72 of the Over 35's podcast. Uh, I'm the Daddy, and with me tonight we have Chinny. Yo, Willy Willy Wah Wah Blow. Yeah, I don't know what to say on these intros. So, hello. Hello would do, I guess. I'm rumbling look, now. Ju- look, just being here is enough for us, Chinny. Okay. Cheers. Just the fact you turn up every week is enough. I know, I'm surprised. But it, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't actually have to turn up, I just have to stay home. That's not really turning up, is it? Just staying <laughs> home. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, that's that's a commitment I can commit to. He's the same word twice there. I'm rambling. Actually, yeah. when you when you think about it, you're right. It's a bit of a contradiction, isn't it? It's like going out, staying in. Mm. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm. I've never thought of it that way. And uh, we've also got Duke. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Now, don't tell me. I know I'm not going to tell you because you should know immediately. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Oh, it. my God. <laughs> I'm not I know it. I know it. You know when you sort of recognize some people? Embarrassing us. I know. I'm sorry. What, what is it? Yeah, what was that? So, Ginny, what was it? I, I didn't listen. I <laughs> <laughs> out loud. Oh. Show myself here, people. Well, go on, play it again, play it again. Play just it again. Hang on a second, it's going to take me. I'm going to open it, I'm going to do the thing, and then I can play the thing. All right, here we go. Everybody ready? Listen. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Is it Blazing Souls? No. Oh, shit. Look, it was a good guess. It was good. Look, we started the quiz already. It's is not it even the end of the film. Oh, no, it's definitely a comedy. It's a comedy of some uh, description. It's got Andre the Giant in. Why should I know this? Why is this so necessary? Inconceivable that you don't know it. Why is this so no, necessary what? in it's my... Like, is this there actually is a video game based on this movie. So it is gaming related. And I don't know if anybody's ever played the game. Is it Afro Samurai? No. Oh, I thought that was a good guess then. Oh, it's got Fred Savage. It's made by I Rob Ryan. This is, yeah. Look, just we we give up. What was it? Princess Bride. Ah, uh, yes, I have seen that. I should have known that. I need to see it. I should have known. Thousand times. Yeah, but that's a long time ago. Oh, it was about. Please, 14. I don't want to hear your complaint. You got Spinal Tap in seconds, and that was much older. I know, but I've seen that like more than once. Well, you should see the Princess Bride more than once. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Um, shall we talk about some games? Yeah, let's you know? talk about games. Was it, was it really? Just, 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 was it really a Princess there Bride game? There is a Princess game? Bride video game. It's for the PC. It came out like last year. It's not bad. It's kind of you know casual, silly, but whatever. It fits mm. the game. It fits the movie. No, I never knew that. There you go. Um, right, yeah. Let's talk some some normal games. Oh, yeah. Um, Chini's finally played uh, Uncharted Two. I've noticed. Yep. Is that right? Can I just can I just Chini's tell you? Played Uncharted little... Two. <laughs> There you go. Um, can I just, uh, talking of Uncharted 2, there is something I just wanted to quickly mention. Right. Um, I was in a multiplayer game the other night, and uh, one of the guys on my friend's list, Brendino, I, I don't think he listens to the show, but I'll mention him anyway. Hey, uh, I, I, I sent him a message, have you got a mic? Because we, you know, we all had mics, which is useful when you're playing a co-op game. And he said, no, I haven't. I've only got a SingStar microphone. Will that do? <laughs> so, now listen, listen, right? Did it work? 
Well, listen, so I sent him a message back going, I don't know, you could try it. And, and it worked. Wow. So, so he's sitting there like, yeah, yeah. I don't know whether he, I, I did wonder whether he'd made like a little holder out of a, you know, a wire coat well, hanger or something. Done, I would have thought with my head and sellotaped it upside down to the side of my face. <laughs> and I was like, oh I remember, my God. I remember when I, I used to play... I remember when I used to play some PC games, uh, and this was before the day of uh, me uh, having a brain. And like, uh, my brother used to work for Telewest, uh, which was a phone company which doesn't exist anymore. It's part of Virgin, and we used to get like free phone calls and stuff. And we used to play uh, uh, a PC game called Soldier of Fortune 2 Gold Edition, and we used to use the phone. And nice. uh, there was no practical way of like holding this phone and playing the game at the same time. So I used to get two elastic bands and <laughs> and put one around and my chin and my head and I swear to God, I, I have this massive red mark on my forehead when I'm listening. Have you guys <laughs> seen thereifixedit.com? No. No. Thereifixedit.com is like, uh, it's all these people who are, yeah, like jerry-rigging stuff up and, you know, putting bowling balls on their cars instead of a wheel and just crazy shit. Mm. Check it out. But you know, the, the funniest thing is, though, I did have this image in my head of him with this microphone sellotape to his face, you know, to keep it there. Well, because I was trying to work out how he was talking into it and playing the game at the same time, but I couldn't quite work it out. Yeah. But it did work. I think anything's compatible, you know, anything seems I, I don't, to work I don't out. I care. Like, if you can make a microphone out <laughs> of spare parts and um, a child's shoe, then it will work in the PS3. Oh, God. Anyway, anyway, so what are you? What are your thoughts on Uncharted Two? Then, seeing as you've been finally playing it, it is awesome. Um, yeah, it is awesome. Like the, the game is brilliant. Uh, so would you care to elaborate a little it bit? Is so what did really you like? awesome? <laughs> What's your favorite part of the game? It's, yeah, what do you the like? The thing is, right, uh, the the it's so good. That I jizzed in my pants. No. Not that again. For God's sake, I had to listen to that for half an hour on the goddamn yeah. overseas connection. No, all yeah, right. We, yeah. Okay, okay. It's it's a great game. It's done very well. The characters are uh, a lot more fleshed out this time. Uh, the dialogue is genuinely funny. Drake says things that actually make me lol in, in the true sense that I actually make noise and laugh to myself and look like a crazy person. It's a very likable character, even though he's a rogue, he's a bit of a he's a bit of a, a rebel, he's a thief after all. And um and that man goes through some shit, I will tell you that. He does. Uh and it's very good. I suppose the there are I have got little gripes with it, but they're so small. Um and they're so nitpicky because after playing the game uh, I I try I really try to think of like alright, okay this game is visually fantastic. It's, um, you know, it's it is candy to the eyes. But what what can I really say is bad about this game? So I really tried to pick on it, and there, there's there's little things, sure, you know, but they're so small they're not even worth mentioning. It's just like a bit of balancing issues on the multiplayer and things like that, and that's it. it the game's brilliant. It is. If you have a PS3 and you don't own Uncharted 2, I seriously uh, would recommend getting it because it's great. It is great, and I don't want to spoil I mean, too much about it. But there, there, there's about three or four parts in the game that make you go, "Wow!" You know, like like there's big, big, elaborate kind of set pieces that 
just fall apart or it's like an on not, not on rails but like you you've kind of it it's done for effect you know it's just done uh it it's you know run 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 and it looks great uh, it's just brilliant and it, the, the thing is as well the gun mechanics and stuff you don't really start doing that until like an hour in the game because uh, uh, the first of bit is stealth and they they uh there's a lot of like you know little bits and pieces you do like shooting and stuff but in Ch- uncharted one there was a there was a there was a good you know half an hour where you just be taking cover shooting taking cover shooting shooting bit of jumps shooting shooting in uncharted 2 the pace uh, is a lot better, you know. You, you do a bit of shooting. As soon as you get sick of that, you're you're onto something else. You're onto something else, and it's brilliant. It is brilliant. And when you get yeah, done, I must, you play as fat as Drake. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have a go at that. What was quite interesting for me, I've played. Well, I've been balancing between two games this week, but I have played a lot of a lot of Uncharted Two again. I've probably put in another three or four hours. I'm up to about chapter twenty two, so I'm a fair way into the game now. Um. What's interesting for me, I think there's a lot of sections in that game where they could have easily had it as quick time events, but they chose not to. Yeah. And I, and I quite admire that because there was a part I was playing today which could have quite easily been done as a quick time event, and it would have it, it almost lended itself to to doing that, and it didn't. And I was quite and there were no prompts either, so you had to work out what the hell you had to do on your own. You know, it certainly didn't give you much in the idea of what you should be doing. There's a, there's a lot there's a lot of opportunities for quick time events where a, a lesser developer would have gone press circle here, yeah, and then this happens. Um, and uh, in fact. Uh, uh, I showed I showed my brother a part. Uh, it, it was the part where you play at a, like the, what they showed at E3, where a helicopter's shooting you and you, you're in a building and it collapses. Uh, and he was completely blown back by that. He could not believe how great it was. And that's the first time I've ever kind of saw him go, like, wow, at the PS3, you know? Um, Let me ask you this about the lack of quick time events, because you know the reason people put them in obviously is because you can do amazing big things, have your character slaughter a twenty foot snake or whatever with his bare hands, because it's easier. So does the yeah. lack of quick time events here no. mean that you end up doing what? these things over and let over me, again, or is it still very it obvious what you're supposed to do? Let me do right in one scene. You you start off on a truck and you jump on about six other trucks, and then you end yeah. up on the truck that you started on, and then you jump on louder buildings. And take you try and take out a tank, you know, and that's without quick time events. But it's one. clear what you're supposed to do, and you don't have to do it like 15 times. Yeah, I mean, you might. I mean, I died like once because I couldn't see what I had to do next, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, as okay. the, the the best thing about Uncharted, uh, it, well, one of the best things is the save system. You die, mm-hmm. and the checkpoints are so frequent that you, yeah, you're rarely cool. punished for. Yeah, that's one of the nice things about Quantum of Solace too, is that you're right back where you were. I think the other good, the other thing to mention, because that was funnily enough, that's the bit I've done today with the trucks. Funnily enough, and that's probably mostly what I was referring to. Um, but what what I found quite interesting about that as well is what they do, which, which is so clever, and the way without having to resort to quick time events, they, they insert tiny little cutscenes in between each bit that you're doing. Mm. So yeah, they run it, seamlessly as well. 
Yeah, and it runs seamlessly in and out of the gameplay to the little cutscene back to the gameplay. So it it gives you those extra sort of visuals that you will get from having a quick time event. You know, like you were saying, when you slaughter a massive snake or whatever, yeah. but without having to resort to it. And I think a lot of developers should should take this way of doing games with the cutscenes rather yeah. than having this huge cutscene at the end of each level. Mm. You know, which you do get, but they, but they have all these little ones sort of yeah. just seamlessly blended into the gameplay, and it does make a huge difference. So does the hurt- go away during these cutscenes? Yes, something. Isn't that kind of jarring to have that constantly moving in and out? Not really. Not much of a hood, really. There isn't much on there. No, I was just going to say that. Okay. Because the only things on there is is the gun you're carrying, the amount of ammo, and whether you've got grenades, isn't it? What about health? And it's fairly discreet as well. No, health is sort of regenerating as in as in green or black or white. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, so there's none of that. But yeah, I've got I've got to agree with you, Chini. I I do think it's one of the one of the best games I've I've played this uh, year, up until this week. Oh that is. snap! <laughs> you know, and yeah, do you know? I've, Check me out! I'm dancing! I'm dancing! I know. Do you know? Do you know what I said the other week about the sleeper hit of the year? I've yeah. probably been playing it this week, in all honesty. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think this one probably does qualify. You're probably going to correct me and say it doesn't, but I think it really does qualify. Um, uh, because uh, there's not been a hell of a lot about it. I mean, there has should, been... I'm but, sorry, we should say for the audience that we were talking about yeah, Kite and Patisserie. We are talking about Kite and Patisserie, yeah, <laughs> which is just a great game. No, I mean, we, we are talking about Borderlands, Borderlands, and there has been some stuff, but there's been no real hype to mention. There's not really been... We don't need to talk about some... the community's response to it. Let's just talk about the game itself. Yeah, let's talk about it's it because... A brilliant freaking game. It is. It's it's surpassed every expectation I'm just trying I could to think, oh, if it was classed as a sleeper, the thing about Borderlands, I think... Uh, I haven't played like you, you two. Much for but I, I'm just I, I'm talking about um, how like people are perceiving this game is they they don't know really what to expect. And uh, I, I suppose a lot of people don't really know what the fuck it is. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's a shooting game, yeah, but there's numbers flying out everywhere. And I think that that it probably would qualify as a sleeper hit because. People just eh, didn't know what it was until it came. I had, a, I mean, I'd read a lot of stuff about it, and you know what's, you know what's weird? It's finally fulfilled almost that holy grail that I've been looking for in a console game, which is did, an, an RPG. Did you jizz you in can, your pants? I did jizz in my pants. No, it's uh, an RPG that you can play with other people at the same time, and it and it is as. It's massive. It's I'd, it's I'd, ma- it's a massive game. It's not massively multiplayer, which is the big difference. You're talking about World of Warcraft before, and I think there are some parallels. And it's great to yeah play this role playing thing with your friends, but there you don't interact with anybody else in the game. It's just the four. No, and that's just a, it's just the only thing. I just want to make that distinction in case people are thinking yeah. they're going to have because that's one of the things I thought might be going on, but it's not. Just so people know. I mean, what's interesting for me, a lot of people have been comparing this game to Fallout 3 for obvious reasons. It's sort of post-apocalyptic. But just the setting. I wouldn't say the gameplay is very similar, except for the loot. What I was going to say, for me, me, from a gameplay feel, and this might be a weird comparison, but it feels more like Left 4 Dead than it does feel like Fallout 3. Yeah, in in a way. 
you know, the way you, you have to work as a team as you're four and, and you do have yeah. to stick together. If you get separated, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're going to pay for it big time. Now, it does, it's not a big deal if you die, and we should point that out because in Left 4 Dead, you yeah. have to wait a while and it, it hurts the rest of the team significantly. Whereas in this game, when you die, you just spawn back at the beginning of that, round, uh, that area and then you can run back to your team pretty quickly. I think one of the things I've found out today, because I keep finding so many new things about it, but that this game was developed with fun in mind rather yeah. than serious challenge because you're never really penalized for dying because you, you respawn so close to the rest of your colleagues. And even if everybody dies, everything's still the same as you left it when you come back in. So now you that's don't not sub- to say that there aren't serious challenges because for God's oh, yeah. sake, man, those bosses. Yeah. I mean, dude, if CPM is complaining about the bosses being tough, dude, man. Oh my god. I mean, how? what about last night? Was it last night and you were, oh were my you god. playing? Oh my god, yeah. Well, well that didn't have so much to do with the game being hard as it did with certain <laughs> individuals whose names I will not say, Rickster, saying, uh... getting almost destroyed. Like, he's got his head is hanging on by, like, a vein. And he, I'm like, dude, Rick, pick up this hell. He's like, no, I'm fine. And he goes running off and jumps in the mouth of a skag. <laughs> and then it starts chewing on his face. And he goes, oh, I'm dying, I'm dying. Somebody help me out. I'm like, for God's sake. <laughs> But those, those uh, monsters were incredibly vicious. And... They are. We did Skagzilla today, by the way. That was just There's huge. one called Skagzilla? Yeah, Skagzilla. It's massive. I know. We'll call um, Skagzilla. Which, yeah, know. We don't talk about. Um, but, you know, it's it's hard to find any negatives about this game. There are some little niggles, but, again, they're so... I, I mean, into a th- bug very early on, so they do exist, and I've heard some other people having problems with bugs. And one of the things that's really annoying is when you join someone else's co-op game, it, the default is you start a new character at level yeah. one, and if you realize it, you have to leave their game and then come back, which is, like, at least a minute straight, which is dumb. They should have made it default your most advanced character. Yeah, that, I've done that today, actually. I've done that a couple of times now because you just forget, don't you? just click yeah. join and then you're in the game and you're like, why, where's all my stuff gone? And then you realize. Um, but, I mean, the good one of the, my favorite things about the game is just the weapons, yeah. you know? I mean, we all talked about this random weapon generator thing the other week and said, well, will, will it really make a lot of difference? Well, the answer to that is yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's it some is. cool stuff. There I mean, actually, cool I mean... Some really cool weapons in there. Yeah, setting people on, for people who don't know. You're setting people on fire with your weapon, and so that takes off yep. a little damage as they're running around, going, "Ah, I'm on fire!" Uh, there are weapons that corrode your enemy, so yeah, so you know, it, yeah, it, it's sort of like a poison that sticks with them. And then there's weapons that uh, shock people, and there's often barrels and electrical grids near the enemies that you're fighting, so you can shoot those. You have grenades that can explode into a firestorm, and the soldier class has this turret that not only shoots at the enemy, but also shields you and regenerates your health and ammo. So it's a really nice thing to have. And of course, the better you get in level, the more it helps you out. So it's just it's a really good way of, yeah, giving you more and more stuff as you go through the game. I mean, one of the cool things I saw, there's a there's a perk you can add to your grenades that makes it take health off the enemies and give it to you, doesn't it, as they sort of die? Yeah, or... and that is cool, except that the, most of the time you're not even taking damage to yourself, you're taking it to your shield. So I actually took that off pretty quickly because yeah. I'd I, I rather have them get set on fire and 
<laughs> yeah, but it looks cool. You know, it's like a firework going off, all these swirly colors flying around. Well, and the game just looks gorgeous. I mean, you know, people say shell sh- cell shading, ugh, but I think they've done such a good job. And besides, I don't know, personally speaking, in the distance a lot of times, I mean, I don't I don't have one of these enormous 70-foot TV screens, but still, it's uh, most of the time, I you know, I'm not paying attention to whether the graphics are photorealistic or cell shaded or whatever, but it work- totally works for the environment it's in. It just looks great. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm finding it hard to find any any real negatives about it, you know. And there has been some negative reviews about it, but well, what I mean, have they people, said? I don't really know. To be honest, I don't bother reading them. You know, I just see. I went on Metacritic and screw that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's got a fair high, but uh, but it's the most fun I've had this year playing together. I mean, are you are you going to think of picking this up, Ginny? Yeah, well, because my brother's ginger, you see, so he he's a bit slow, and <laughs> he. <laughs> Nah, it, it, basically, I was going to trade in Flashpoint for this, and uh, I need to finish Flashpoint to trade it in. I love to. I'm a bit of a completionist, so I thought, yeah, I'll trade that in today. Get my Borderlands, get some Borderlands on, and that'll yeah. be in the in crowd, and I'll know what the hell you two are talking about. <laughs> yeah, but the but the points thing, just letting you know, that's just the XP every time you hit. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm not, no, 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 it's not. But it's not always. It's also letting you know how much damage that person's taking. Damage that you're doing right, as well. well yeah. So, so uh, back to my point. You've talked <laughs> okay. to death now. Um, I know. We're trying to totally. answer your question. We love it. We love the game. I know. Uh, yeah, so my, my brother says uh, he came around Saturday, played Operation Flashpoint, says, can I lend it over the weekend? And I went, no. And he did anyway, because he's older. Uh, and he's finished it. Well, he was playing. <laughs> he beat you up and took your lunch money. Exactly. Yeah, he gave me a dead arm. Yeah. Uh, uh, and he... Uh, <laughs> He was playing it today, and he was on the last mission today, so hopefully I'll, I'll get it tomorrow and be able to buy Borderlands, and then I know my friend, my best friend, he's, he's going to buy Borderlands, and my other friend is thinking about buying it, so there's a lot of people going to buy it, so yeah, I think it's going to happen. And you two keep do that tomorrow, we should add it. it. We should edit in a little clip of you like doing something tomorrow, and just be like, hey, and this is what I think, I think it's great. Yeah, look, we can do that. Put it on at the end of the yeah, show. We exactly. should do. I just get. Oh, I think you guys are wrong. This game sucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, no. Do you know what? What's interesting about this as well, though, and I don't know how this would work. With you do find it's a bit of an issue with. It's, it has got that old age issue. If you don't start playing with someone at the same time, there's, there's a huge yeah. difference in levels. There is. And that's, yeah. But you know well, what? But... I think that the nice thing is, and this was true about Sacred too. it's also fun to, you know, if I have somebody who just got the game tomorrow, I would bring in my second character who is very low level, and that way there's not that great disparity. So you can have yeah. multiple characters, and in fact, I find it fun to do stuff I've already done because I know how to do the actual missions, and I can build up my new character and all that, so. Yeah, the only other thing I would say, we there was there was a guy on my friends list who came in with me and Rixie yesterday, and he was like level forty four or Oof. level forty six or something. See, that's he not even huge. fun at that point because you're what? But, you're fifteen, sixteen? Uh, twenty one now. I am twenty one. But at the time, uh, you're like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, but what was what was worst about it is he came in and he was showing off and going, "Oh, look at this, look at this," and then we were doing some missions and he was just taking over the missions and doing uh, it single. Go, guys. I'll see you later. If someone starts doing that, I'm out of there. 
Yeah, and I was just like, you know what? And that's my biggest hate about co-op games, you know. And I've said this before, isn't yeah. it? It's the bloody idiots who. And he's an all right guy most of the time, but he is one of these who is very good at multiplayer games. You know, takes great relish in killing everybody with just a pistol if he can do that. You know, just to make fun of people. And and Rickster, to be fair to say, wasn't best pleased at all. Uh, you know, Rickster kind of got that impression. Yeah. So yeah. So that's that's probably my other niggle about the game. But overall, I I really love it. Yeah. Make sure you're you know? playing with the right people too, because the last thing you want is, let's say, for instance, when you're first starting out and you're fighting some of these skag creatures that are like huge mutated dogs that are chewing on your face, and you're trying to fight off four of them at once, and the person you're playing with just got the game, and he's really impressed with this gun he got, and he keeps going on and on about, look at this cool gun, look at all these neat features, oh, it's so cool, and you go, help, a little help, please, this dog's eating my face, and he's going. Oh, look, you can shoot at that and you can do that. Oh, it's so cool. Because that's a little annoying. Not that I'm talking about anybody in particular. Yeah, I wouldn't know who would have done a thing like that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) have you you two been playing any other games? Have you been playing anything else, Ginny, apart from Uncharted 2? Um... Guess that's a no, no then. Me and Duke played Left 4 Dead, didn't we? Yeah, we we did. Yeah, I saw that. Right. How was how was that? Fun. It was good. I haven't played for a long time. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I was, you tried Ginny to was give pills. You tried to give me pills. Ginny I was, was like, like Duke, he had or something. I go, here, take my pills, Chinny. And I tried, he's standing right there. I tried to hand it to him, and I accidentally took them myself. Ah, uh, psych! Oh, God, God. Now I have a hundred health instead of ninety-nine. Uh, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> well, the reason why I play that is the same reason why, like, I want to finish that flashpoint. I want to try to get rid of Left for Dead, and I thought I'll give it a couple more playthroughs and and things like that. And yeah, the demo's out soon for Left for Dead Two, so I thought I'd get back into that. You know, Left for Dead. Yeah, Left 4 Dead. We all we all like Left 4 Dead, don't we? But yeah, I'm I am looking forward to Left 4 Dead too, and that's not that's not so far off now, is it? When you think no, about nothing it, nothing is. It's... Modern Warfare Two mm, is to... literally by the people by the time people listen to this, it'll be the thirtieth or thirty first. Yeah. And well, I... but it'll be a week and four days, Modern Warfare. Or right, a week I guess something I say about Modern Warfare Two. This is absolutely insane. The uh... The, the state of Wisconsin issues this standardized test, and these are very high stakes in the United States. This has to do with uh, the, how the students do on this test has to do with how much you know, funding the school gets and how well we're seen to be doing in our adequate yearly progress and all this other stuff. I mean, it's a big deal. They, they send all the other students home, all the 10th grade students, they're about 13, 14 years old, um, while they're taking this test. It's, it's huge, okay? Guess when this huge test, it lasts four days, guess when it starts? 11th of November? Yes. It, they put out the schedule last week, and they, it said first day of the test is 11th of November. I went to the, the assistant principal. I said, are you insane? And he said, what? And I said, dude, all the male students are going to be exhausted for the test. They're going to be up all night playing the game. And he goes, what game? And I just thought, oh, man, don't you know anything? And so I went to all my students, and I, you know, each class, and I said, hey, What's up with this test? And the seniors, the juniors and seniors, the older students, they're ecstatic because they don't have to come in until noon each day after when the you know the tenth graders are taking the test. So they're all like, "Why? What?" And a lot of people had no idea what I was talking about. But you know, three people in each class, they're like, "Oh, that's when Modern Warfare Two comes out." I was like, "Yeah." So. That is funny, but you know, this this is school for you, you know. And then you get a job and you can't do any of that shit anymore, yeah, you know. You and get you just kids. Have all- 
Yeah, you get kids. Talking to kids, talking to kids, I have been playing another game today. Well, the girls. Kids of the game? Based yeah. on the movie? With, the guy with, with, my, no, with my daughter. Um, iPad came through the post today. Oh, snap. Yeah. Is that out? Like, so, on the PS3? Yeah. yeah, it came out on Friday. Really? Really? That went slipped under radar, didn't it? It did, it did. Um, it's impressive to look at, I have to say. Nah, and leave okay. it there, Stu. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that <laughs> one sentence, I get yeah. exactly what you're going to say. I'm it, waiting for Stu to say, this game wasn't very good to look at. It, no, it, it, do you know what? It, it, looks, it looks fine, and the way that the virtual pet reacts is is pretty cool you know you sweep your hand under and it, it does jump over it as though you really sweep your hand under something real but oh my god getting the perspective right and working out where you're supposed to touch this stupid pet to get it to do stuff it was really hard and even my daughter was getting a bit frustrated um but it does look pretty cool and i'm sure as it goes on it'll get a bit better but i mean there's one part where you have to stroke it right <laughs> until it I know, until it lies down, and then you have to gently stroke it to get it to go to sleep, okay? And getting that to getting it right was just hideous. Did you, you kill know, the it just pet? On. Did you destroy no. this thing? No, but what was really cool, what was really cool, right? A bit later on, you get a camera so you can take pictures of yourself with the pet, right? Okay, <laughs> I know, it sounds crazy, doesn't it? Crazy. And... Um, yeah, there's one bit where where you ha- it gives you a little task. When you first get a camera, you get given challenges to do, sort of. So, like, take a picture of it running, take a picture of it jumping in the air. And one of them was take a picture of it asleep, okay? Which had taken me the best part of 15 minutes to do the first time, right? So I had to do it yet again to get it to go to sleep. But, right, what was really cool when it was asleep, it was having dreams, right? These little bubbles kept popping up. And it was... It was clips of us playing with it earlier when we were playing with it. You get to see its dreams because you get these little light bubbles yeah, while you know, it's that's snoring. That's not a real pet. You don't get to see your dog's dream. Yeah, but it was cool. It was cool. Sometimes I have to say. When, when you see it, when you watch a dog sleep, sometimes he looks like he's pedaling a unicycle. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It was like that. Three-legged dog, and she had a leg missing. <laughs> and sometimes that hip would be twitching, and I imagine her, yeah, like running on the beach, full speed, four legs. Yeah, with a four. <laughs> Uh, yes, God, you, your, so <laughs> your dog would be dreaming about chewing the postman's face off. Oh, this is a different off. dog. This is a different dog. No, uh, well, it would want to chew the postman's face off, but it wouldn't yeah. be able to because there's no fucking postman at the moment. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, but yeah, my daughter seems suitably impressed anyway, even with the little niggles. She was obsessing about doing x-rays of it to see if it was okay. You know, and then they, What does she want yeah, to be a vet? To, you have to x-ray it, right? You get this little, like, card with it, which you can hold up to the camera, and it changes into different things. And one's like an x-ray machine, and you hold it in front of the iPad, and then it shows you whether it's healthy or not, you know, and it'll tell you if it's hungry or whether it's happy or, you know, whether it needs more activity or whether its muscles are strong or whatever. So is this thing supposed to be, like, a dog or a cat or none of the above? No, it's like... Cat? It's like a chickaboo. I don't know whether any, any... If we've got any lady listeners from the 80s, they'll remember chickaboos. It looks like a cockatoo monkey. I see. That's what it looks like. Google capuchin monkeys. No, I don't. I don't just care Google. enough. <laughs> just, just YouTube iPad and no, then you'll just get. I will not be doing that. Uh, but yeah, if you've got kids, right, and you know, coming up to Christmas, don't of course. Play. I mean, I put it, my daughter got. A, <laughs> you, my daughter you'll got, have a virtual pet you can put to sleep. 
Yeah, my daughter, yeah, how much fun? Um, my do- my daughter got it for doing well with a school report, so that's why I got it her. But if you want if you want a suitable Christmas present, you got a PS3. Yeah, the kids will love it. To be honest, it is it is that next sort of extension of the Nintendo dog. You know, it's a Tamagotchi. And, and you, you almost feel like you're inside. It's almost there, but yeah, it's very clever. I have to say, very clever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I think we need to do a Quamrium review for this week, don't we? And uh, have a natter about that and see what we thought about his picks for this week. Two again. Two again. He's getting ambitious now, isn't he? Getting ambitious. Are you you ready, Chinny? Are you lined up with Quamrium's review for this week? I'm always ready. Always ready. Well, in in that case, can you uh, go for it then? Yes, this is Mike Quigley, also known as Quadrian on Xbox Live, doing my indie pick this week on Dark and Xeno Arena. Yes, Dark is made by an Aussie named Andrew Russell, and he made this game specifically for the XNA Dream Build and Play. So it, it's going to come off as, as a little bit of a demo-ish, and uh, in all fairness, it, it kind of is a demo of of what this guy could possibly do so it's not what i would consider a full-blown game in 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 the sense that you're gonna come away feeling like you've gotten your contents worth uh that was that was just my personal opinion but what is there is is quite well done and it it all kinds of melds well together into a, a nice little really indie experience what makes this game unusual is the way the game is put together is entirely based around the title, which is you're in the dark, and what you can see of the levels is actually obscured by this darkness, and your character itself can actually block the light, and other objects as well will block the light, and as you're moving things around, and as you're moving through this world, you'll see the light shift, and it's it's uh, it's very dynamic, and it has a very dramatic feel to it. It sort of has a almost claustrophobic feel to it and it feels like a very overly casual experience but at that same time there's this odd tension because of the darkness and there's this sort of primal fear that humans have about being in the dark that this guy that this game does play them uh the price point for this game is going to be 80 microsoft points and uh like i said you know it's definitely going to be going towards more donating towards developers for their efforts it is a bit more artsy it is a bit more of what i consider the indie experience the other game that i'm going to be talking about is a lot more actiony but it does play on the same aspects as, as dark does which is you're in a pitch black i guess it would be a mining shaft would be the the best way to put it as and i believe that is where you are you're in a sort of mining shaft or mining facility and you're just going deeper and deeper into the world, but your 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 main antagonist is actually not so much enemies as the fact that you can't see these enemies until they're 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 quite close to you because of this darkness around you. The developer of this game is Douglas Smith, and this is the primary developer. The music by uh, Kevin McLeod that is used in this game is, is absolutely fantastic and I'm not sure exactly how many tracks are in there but what is there is absolutely fantastic it matches up perfectly with the uh, the tension and pacing of the game definitely not the casual experience of darkness it's definitely a lot more of a hardcore shooter um, there's a very much of a sense of a survival shooter here it, it felt to me a lot like an old school Amiga game called uh, Alien Breed another weird thing that definitely uh, requires mentioning 
is that the shooting button, which is usually on the trigger in almost every single game I've ever played, uh, is usually either on one of the face buttons or it's on the trigger. And in this game, I'm not sure why, but he chose to put it on the right bumper. So that is going to feel uncomfortable for a lot of people, but it may make a little bit more sense later on because as you get further in, you're going to be hot swapping your weapons a little bit more, which is a little bit more comfortable using the triggers, but it does take a little bit getting used to. Alright, so if you're into the more indie type games, like uh, this kind of stuff that you might even see in an experimental gameplay, uh, definitely check out Dark, at least check it out. The demo actually gives you, I believe it's the third level in, so it's, it's not the first level. Um, it's a really good preview of, of, of probably the best of what that, that, that game has to offer. And it, uh, you know, in a, in a weird way, it is worth investing in that developer just to see what else they're going to do. Definitely like to see more from them. Only 80 uh, Microsoft points. And as far as the Xen Arena, I absolutely think that that's worth the 80 Microsoft points. Um, but it, it's definitely a lot more horror tension based. Twitch shooter than Dark, so they're definitely on different ends of the spectrum. That is also 80 Microsoft points. So uh, definitely check those both out and, you know, see what you like, and there you go. So, who shall we start with this week? I know. Who shall we start with this week? Let's start start with uh, Chini this week. Go on, what did you you think? Uh, Dark. Right, Dark. It, it, It was like... A little big planet level. Yeah, that's that's you know. That's really weird that you should say that because I thought that also. I actually uh, bought that before uh, Kwame mentioned it to me, so I, had, I actually bought it. It was like a little big planet level, not a good one. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, look, look, what what happens in dark? You could do in little big planet very easily. Uh, yeah. But- you're paying a dollar for this, and how much for Little Big Planet? You could do yeah, it. Let's not but forget I'll... that this is very cheap, and therefore we should judge it more yeah. easily. Right. Yeah, it was only a dollar. I'm just saying it's less I'm than. Ju- I'm just trying to describe. I'm not going to justify somebody paying. <laughs> it's for about this. the price. It's about Shoo. the price of a Mars bar. Shoo. Shoo. <laughs> Chin talking now. Go on, Chin go, go. time. <laughs> go. Right. No, I'm not going to justify somebody buying this because it's it's a pound or it's like like seventy p or whatever. So I'll yeah. just describe what it's like. It's like a bad little big planet level. Um, I wouldn't say artsy. I would if it was art, it would be minimalist art because there's fuck all there hardly. It it plays with light. That's that's what it's all about. I'll get that. And it's weird that he has eyes on there, but I suppose you have to see where the shape is. Um, yeah, you play as a little diamond, black diamond jumping around shapes and you have to move things and get gears working and all sorts and yeah the the mechanisms like the lifts and stuff work very much a bit like you know little, little big planet you have to collect little orby things like little big planet um and, it, it and just, then you have a little handheld thing that you pull out and you make your own level and no no I'm just <laughs> no, no cute little sack boy uh I, but it, it i wouldn't say i disagree with uh Quamrian. When he says it's artsy, I don't think it's artsy at all. I just think it's kind of like a like a first try. This is you know me experimenting with a game uh, and seeing what he can do. It's, it's, I like I like the whole playing with light and I like the music. And my girlfriend really liked the music. She's like, "What's that music?" And I was like, "It's a it's." I think it's for me, I think. Voice. 
I know. I think it's <laughs> if for nothing else, people should buy this just to get him to make something else because I think there's some potential there with this developer. You know, he obviously has an idea of how to make something interesting, you know, compared oh, to... Oh, you going to use that same standard on, like, other video games when a company puts out its first main title for Xbox? Like, you can be like, hey, we should buy this because it's not that good, but it should, we should want them to make no, other games. Do you know, I'm just do you know, I, I actually thought it was pretty fun yeah. until it got really tricky. Like, there was some part where I just couldn't figure out how to get up there, and I was like, I don't care, and I stopped. But Yeah, I there is a little bit... Did even... a good job with, yeah, like, I thought it was going to be very simplistic because the colors look like... They're, at first glance, the screenshots I looked at, I'm like, this looks like it was made by a seven-year-old, you know? It's like, oh, I'm going to put yellow and purple and eh. But it actually is a lot more sophisticated than it looks at first glance. So it plays okay, and I just felt like the level design wasn't all that great. Yeah, I mean, there are some little things there. But, you know, I've, I think it's an interesting thing for him to have done. And I've got to say, he's done really well with, you know, I don't know what tool, you know, how the X and A tools were. But, you know, he's done really well with the shadowing, with the way the lights move around once you get one swinging and yep. the shadows and how they move. You know, and it, it does look, and the physics work nice as well. You know, he's obviously got the physics engine working well on there. So, yeah, I think he might be a developer to watch. You know, there might be some more stuff coming from him that might be, better yeah. you know i think i think it's a good start though yeah you know and i pa- i paid me money for that so what did you think of the other one Zeno arena then so go on chinny again start us off with this one this was shit <laughs> amen brother <laughs> this was really bad like th- this is really shit like the controls anyone, were horrible horrible absolutely horrible there's a it's person chewing fair. your behind off you can't yeah. just turn around and shoot them you gotta move around in a cute little circle the 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 the, the controls were RB to shoot really. Yeah, RB, really. Yeah, really. You don't want to use really. a trigger to shoot a gun. Come on, RB, who uses a trigger to shoot a gun? Really? RB. It makes sense on the PS3 for the R1, but yeah. come on. RB? And then it's left trigger to <laughs> change your weapon. What was the man thinking? I assume it's the man. <laughs> I shouldn't assume because it makes an ass out of you and me. But I will uh, say that whoever this person is, be it a man or woman, Left trigger to change the weapon, RB to shoot, and the controls was horrible. And yes. the, the the each level looked the same, and it was about yes. as looking about as interesting as looking at a graph paper, an empty graph paper, I might add. And it was very just correct boring. me if I'm wrong, but aren't they designing? Isn't the ma- uh, maze maze cavern industrial <laughs> wasteland whatever you're moving through? Isn't that ra- generated randomly? Because that's the sense I got. Yeah, it is. It better be, because yeah, it otherwise it's like the worst designed map ever. No, it's, well, it's, random, it's randomly generated. Well, the thing is, right, it, it reminded me of um, Gauntlet back in the day on the uh, on the, the Amstrad. And yeah. some people might um, disguise that as a compliment, but the, the, the great thing... <laughs> well, it depends on what part of Gauntlet it reminds you of. The, the great thing about Gauntlet was there was 400 million enemies. Well, that's an exaggeration, of course, but there's a lot of enemies on the screen at once. And when you was a little kid and... And Amstrad was all you had. Uh, that kind of that was the most amazing thing you ever saw in your life. Uh, I didn't get out a lot when I was a kid, but granted, <laughs> that was the most amazing thing I ever saw. You know, you saw all these enemies, and you're like in the next room, and you're like, oh my god, am I going to clear all those out? And that was co-op, right? In the Amstrad days, when I was like a sperm or whatever. Right? <laughs> this came... I love the idea of Jenny as a sperm with a controller, like. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing going on. The occasional kind of, eggs to create fetus. The occasional kind of crab dog will come along, and it, it's not even like that scary. It's just annoying. It's like a little Jack Russell dog you want to kick away, uh, but instead of kicking away, you blow his face off. 
it's it's very bored. It's very dull. The controls are horrible, and I would not even support the developer. It makes something. I, I don't know. Just makes something different. If it's supposed to be scary, it, it scared me because I nearly bought it by accident. That was the, as scared <laughs> as I got. It, it wasn't that great. It, it's not very good. Duke. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you, dude. Amen. Yep. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, I, there's no silver lining here, man. There's there's no, very I, no. little positive about this game. I've got to say, for me, the biggest crux was definitely the controls. But you know, just to, just as a counterpoint to you, you know, saying you have to, you don't have to run around in a circle. You actually flick the uh, right analog stick to do a quick turn. I didn't flick anything. I tried. I was, <laughs> I was like, but you've got to, you've got to flick your well, stick. Well, you know what? Then? The game should have come on and said, "Hey, if you're being eaten from behind, you can just flick around." And that's one of the things a lot of these games do not do. Yeah. Either they don't tell you anything about the controls ever, unless you do a hold the pause menu and then you go in and you look under the controls thing or they have three screens of like here's what you do with this button and here's how you move there and then and it's like all this text and all this stuff on the screen and you're not going to remember that so just you know what take a tip from all the games that are coming out now that walk you through each of the controls it can't be that yeah, hard to do that that's just yeah, it does make you now there. Yeah, it does make me wonder because a lot of them don't do the and it's do you know it took me when I first tried to play it. It took I, I couldn't figure out how to shoot. I'm like nothing works. The button must be broken or something, you know. And it did take me a little bit of time, but you know it it it's okay. I've got to try. I've got to try and be the sort of the positive light here. Yeah, go ahead. You know I. I did like the sort of the random generation of maps, so you're never playing. But I do agree, and I like the use of the light in it. You know, you know, as it was a light theme, indie picks. Um, but yeah, I like the use of you know the fact you can't really see anything until it's almost on you. But yeah, the the enemies are very quick, and they're like magnets; they just stick to you. Mm-hmm. Which it's a light themed indie pick week. That's why the third game is complete blackness. There, you can't tell what's going on the screen. It's all just but, dark. But just quickly moving away from the indie scene, although it is almost indie related. Um I did make an impulse buy this week that I probably shouldn't have. Uh oh. That I didn't really read. Two chapter bullcrap thing again. Oh God. But wasn't quite as expensive as that, but not far off, to be fair. And and I did even for the it was two pound I think it was two pounds seventy nine, so you know, about four or five dollars. Somebody else for pain? No, funnily enough, but it is on the PS3. Um, quite a while ago, I don't know whether either of you two remember, but there yeah, was a <laughs> there was a a game, if you could call it that, came out on the PS3 that was linked to something called the demo scene, uh, which was in the early days of the Commodore Amiga. These guys would create these yeah, demos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sh- uh, hey. Second reality. What was it called? Oh my god! I don't know. There was quite a few of them. Yeah, there was a few of these developers out there, and they, they released one on the PS3 called Lingering Shadows. Nice. Um, Lingering Shadows, which was this weird interactive piece of art. Really, is how it which was. Which is the game that you yeah, have the I most trophies on? You, you, yeah, I, of all, I actually... all the games that you have the most trophies on, Lingering Shadows. I know. I quite enjoyed it. But right, no, no, no. What Lingering Shadows? That's because it's interactive well. art, not an actual game. So it's easy to get the trophies. Yeah. Exactly, and it looked pretty. Um, but yeah, there was parts of that game where it, you had to search for this. So to get the trophies, you, have to, you had to actually search stuff out. In, and when you put, basically, it was all about looking around. So you could stop a bit, of, you could pause the, <laughs> the, the movie, as it were, and then start looking around in the movie to find things. It's a perfect game for Stu. What do you have to do in this it, game? It, Just look exactly. around at all the stop cool stuff. Look. Oh, stop it's look. brilliant! Game of the year! Well, well, a while back, I saw another, that there was another demo scene 
uh, experience. I'm trying. Uh, the game's probably not the right word for it, uh, but experience coming out, which was called Detuned. Detuned, and I was, and I saw this on a. Um, I can't remember what I saw it on, but I saw it a while ago, and I thought, oh, that sounds pretty cool. And basically, it's a, a visualizer, you know, as in sort of for music. Uh-huh. So I thought, oh, that's quite cool, you know. And I read a bit about it, and you could alter the, you know, the music sounds, and you could speed it up, slow it down. So you could do all sorts of crazy stuff with with your own music, crazy. right? And then there's this weird bloke sat in the middle of this area, and you could make him do all these weird things to your music, like dancing, and his head would turn into a balloon or an elephant head, and all this show. really, yeah, weird stuff. Okay. So I thought, oh, that sounds quite cool. And then I saw it come on, and I was like, oh, no, should I buy it? Should I not? Should I? So I plumped for it without reading any reviews or anything. Yeah, I wish, wish that I sort of had. Um, because it does all what it says, but it's got a massive fundamental error, okay, or issue with it, which is it has a demo mode, right, which you can, it shows you what different things can happen while the music's playing, but it's a set track, okay. So you can't play your own so music? Then, yeah, no, no, you can play your own music, which is fine. Right, so there's so on the demo mode, it shows you what can happen, but it's to a set piece of music, so that doesn't show it with any of your music, obviously. Right. But then it says, do you want to interact? So you can then go in and put your own music on and interact with the game, okay, which is fine. And you can do all the weird stuff and, you know, slowing it down, and it, it goes backwards. You can make your track go backwards and all sorts of weird stuff, with, you know, like you would with a with a... You know, a DJ deck, if you will. Yeah. You know, it's not obviously as sophisticated as that, but it does a few of those really cool effects, like a backspin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all those cool effects our DJ could do. And I was like, oh, this is really, really cool. But it doesn't do it randomly, so you can't just leave your music on and it'll just do loads of random mm-hmm. stuff. It, it, you can only do it if you're actually interacting with it. Yeah. And which is fine for ten minutes, but then that sort of it. Once you've seen everything it's got to offer, yeah. you know, you're just a bit. Is that it? You know? I was quite disappointed. Yeah, if you have had a, a nice auto mode where you could put your own music on and, and it would play as like a music video in the background, you know, we doing all sorts of weird stuff, that would have been really cool and it just doesn't. And it's just like, you know, if you're touting this music visualizer with interaction, why the hell would it not have that? You know? I mean, you're into music, Duke. I mean, what do you think? You know, it's, it sounds like a piece of crap. Yeah, just, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, was that it? You know, although I would say if you're into your trophies, <laughs> it's dead it's simple a piece to get of crap, trophies. But you can get some easy trophies. You got lots of easy trophies. It's a bad reason to buy a game, and you're a bad person for it, suggesting that. I know, but if, if there's people out there. We know what they're like with Microsoft I'm, points I'm and kidding. trophies. I don't think you're a bad person. Microsoft points. Anyway, moving on, moving on. Uh, I have got some Modern Warfare 2 news. I always have trying to news. Um, I actually signed a petition. Last night, actually, for Modern Warfare 2, boycotting it. Yeah, and that's, that's quite why cool. Modern Warfare 2 has been cancelled because they saw your <laughs> yeah, petition. Yeah, they did. signed yeah, a petition. But they... well, but it was the petition for the PZ boycott, you know, because it was the only one I could uh, find. Oh, what the fuck? Come on! <laughs> you, don't even, you don't even care about that. What do you sign a petition to? I also signed a petition to outlaw foresting in Nova Scotia. <laughs> well, you know, it was. But a I had to make a statement about something. <laughs> it didn't matter what it was about. Exactly. But it's Modern Warfare 2. It's near enough. It's the same game. Just because there's about no dedicated servers. So does this that mean that if matter. tomorrow they said, okay, yeah, you can run your own servers on the PC, you'll go, okay, I'll buy it? No. <laughs> <laughs> but there was, hey, you know, in all honesty, though, there was uh, 14,500 signatures on it, though, which was 
It's because all those PC people can figure out ways to do proxies and whatnot and do multiple logins, and they sign it 15,000 <laughs> times. So what do you think of this? I mean, is this going to turn out to be the most controversial game this year? Um, I'll tell you this. Okay, I understand exactly why Infinity Ward is doing it. They want to stop people pirating. That's it. That's the end of the discussion. All the other crap they're talking about. For those who don't know, Infinity Ward has announced that uh, the PC version of Modern Warfare 2 will not allow people to run their own servers running the game like they have in the past. So that means that you're, you have to run off of it. It'll work the same way it works on the console. You just sort of say you want to play Team Deathmatch, and then it takes you away, and that's it. But uh, on the PC, they're used to doing it their own way, and they do mods, and they do all that other stuff that PC people like to do, the reason why they're playing on the PC. So I understand that apparently it's a little easier to play. You can play a pirated copy much easier on somebody else's server. Infinity Ward can say, okay, we'll check and make sure you have the DRM and all that other stuff, and if you don't, then you can't play with us. So that's the reason they're doing it. It makes perfect business sense. But I understand the anger from the gamers community because it means a significant limiting of what makes the game unique on the PC, which is why they've bought $5,000 computers in the first place. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, what's your take on this, Ginny? Uh, I haven't really got much of an opinion on this. I, it's, just, it's just kind of... It's, it's, a, it's a show of, you know, how consoles are now, uh, you know, guiding the gaming industry. Like, the PC platform... I always joke that the PC platform is dead. It's not dead, you know. Still, people still play play people. At least fourteen thousand people do. Yeah, you know, but no one cares about yeah, that. Yeah, at least. Um, but they all live in the bedroom, so who cares? But <laughs> no, it's it's just like the way of the console is kind of the the finite way now. That people like Activision care about the consoles, you know, uh, and it 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 guides along the what what the PC has to do. The PC has to follow. So like Left 4 Dead 2, like they could have updated if Left 4 Dead was just a PC game and it came out ten years ago. They could have updated all they, they did for Left 4 Dead 2 on a massive update, like a 60 gig update. And you can't do that with a console. And so Valve had to release a new game, and now the PC gets a new game. It's just the consoles lead the way for games now. And that's, that's what I think. Yeah, no, I sort of agree with you. But, you know, just going back to the controversial angle, you know, this, this game has had more probably news items written about it that aren't related directly to the game than any other there's this a, year. You there's, know. One, there's one been written about it very recently. Do you want to know what it's about? Yeah, go. Modern Warfare 2 will feature third-person mode for playlists. Oh, God, yes, I did see that today. Yeah, that was up today. So there will yeah. be a playlist option where it, on the multiplier, I guess, where you'll be able to play Call of Duty in third-person. Everybody in the game will be playing third-person, so no one will be... It's not like... You know, you can hot swap it. You, you you just kind of do it. I think it's a novel. Yeah, I, I think it's a very. It's kind of like a novel idea. It's like, hey, we just threw it in for a bit of fun, see what people think. You know, they could probably change. I mean, it's playlists, so it's like map circularization. Mm. You know, they they can change it on on the fly. They don't have to update anything with those. Yeah, I think it's a, it's quite a cool idea to it's throw like, that in like, there. And, so when Bungie do know, like Rocket Races playlists and stuff like that on on Halo, so it's it's not it's not a big deal, but it's cool. Yeah, it is, and it adds another angle. Um, and that's it for Modern Warfare 2 news this week, I think. The game's coming out in about a week or so. Everyone's really? point. So we can stop talking about it then, can't we? Whatever. That's uh-huh. when we're going to start talking about it. <laughs> I know, I know. Anyway, let's let, let's move on, he says. He says. Pacta has been added again. Oh, fucking Pacta. He's this been person? added again. 
He's, he's, a, he's, an, he's an analyst. He, he thinks he knows the future. Nostradamus of the video yeah. game world. Yeah, he's full of shit usually. He, he says things obvious things like Modern Warfare 2 will sell <laughs> lots. <laughs> I'm a genius. But yeah, I'm a genius. Buy, but he's, he... buy Activision stock November 2009. <laughs> okay, I will. But he's he's basically said that he reckons he reckons that uh, the price of Xbox Live Gold subscription will eventually rise to as much as a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. So what do you think of that, Duke? If it went up to a hundred dollars, would you still buy it? Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe you wouldn't be put off then. I I'd be put off, but I mean I'm put off by the Red Ring of Death. I still keep giving Microsoft my money. What what choice do I have? That you can't tell the crack dealer to go fuck himself. Excuse my language. But that, now it's funny you should you should uh, you should describe it in that way because that's basically more or less the reason he said it's going to happen. Well, yeah, basically, because he said Microsoft have no, but Microsoft have got so many people hooked into it now. You know, they can almost sort of just put it up at will, and people will still pay it because they've no choice. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I mean, right. you know, I mean, dude, Microsoft's going to look at the market and, you know, what it will bear and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, they're going to push it as far as they can. And I would imagine a lot of people would pay $100 for Xbox I don't, Live. I don't think they'll change the price of it. I, I don't think they'll uh, make it free because people still play on it. People still pay for it. And as long as the people are on it, it'll always, it'll never be free. And, it, you know, it'll always charge. But I, I don't think they'll raise it to that, that high of a price. And if they did, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay for it. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be. I mean, if you if you look at it in UK pounds, it's going to be about sixty pounds, isn't it? The equivalent. I mean, I must admit, I picked up mine recently off eBay for twenty four pounds for twelve months. I've never, I I've never bought like points or subscriptions from eBay. I don't know. Like, do they send you the code yeah. like from there? Uh, what? It was brilliant, right? I'll I'll pass his details. Tell you know when you you coming over. He was it was an Irish Irish guy, and basically it has this. We just offended everybody at all. Major Chevys, I think. Now make a joke about drinking and blowing up stuff, and then we'll really offend him. He had this. Uh, well, basically, he had this free phone number on his eBay advert, and it says, you know, ring for Xbox Live Gold membership, you know. And the one that was advertised was £26. So I rang the number, and he, and he answered more or less straight away. And he's like, hello. And I'm like, hi, I'm just hello. ringing up about. <laughs> How are you there? Oh, it's nice to speak to you. But no, nobody um... rings me. Nobody. <laughs> and basically, um, so basically, he said, look, um, I've got another advert. Which one are you looking at? And I said, oh, the 26. Oh, I've got one up for £24. I've got a cheaper one than that. If you, you know, go to this link. So I went to the link. And he said, right, just, you know, send me the money through PayPal, and then I'll ring you back in half an hour. Okay. Dodgy. So I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> no, he had, to be fair, he had 100% uh, off about 5,000, 6,000 reviews. You so, you know. Where do you get them from? I know, I know, isn't it? So I, so anyway, so half an hour goes by and he didn't ring me back and I was like, eh. uh, then like three quarters of an hour still didn't ring me scam. back and then I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I'm getting a bit worried. 
So I rang him back and I said, uh, "You said you ring me back. Oh, I'm just sending the email now. Can I just check your uh, check check your details and stuff?" And he actually made me tell me telling me uh, postcode and where I lived and everything just to double check I was the right person, which was I thought was quite cool. And then he just uh, emailed it me and I had the code within a minute of talking to him, and then I just uh, put it in the old box and it worked fine. So no problems there. And I bought the last three years off eBay without an issue. To be fair, I might I might buy. Come on, twenty-four pounds compared to what is it? Four. Come on, Kenny, you know what's wrong with you? Do it. You know what I tried to buy today uh, off eBay, and I got I got a dog. No, it was a game. House. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to buy a set of mice, um, and then I was going to arrange them and make my own little mini orchestra. Yeah, uh, oh, do you know, I just had that image of the Monty Python sketch when he's hitting the mice with that's the hammer. That's what hammers. he just said. Yeah, no. I know, and I had that in my head before he said it. I know, before he said it. I almost pissed myself when I first watched that. Okay, well, so I I, 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 I almost bought Crackdown. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, Because my friend, like, my friend, basically, he hasn't got any, um, uh, games that he wants to play. We like to play games co-op, and... Uh, that's what I, was, I heard that's that's good co-op. That's why I have played that co-op, actually, and it's not... I know, I remember you complaining. No, this is the friend who we were playing Left 4 Dead for, Ben. And that's what we were oh, playing. Oh, yeah, okay. Because yeah, yeah. we, we finished Halo Wars. Uh, yeah. We finished we finished Halo Wars. And we, the only game we had was Left 4 Dead. And he says, have you got Crackdown? And I said, no. And I got outbidded by, like, 10p at the wow. last minute. I bidded on 30 seconds, and he outbidded me. Let's See, see. I don't understand. Here's what I don't get. Bidding wars on eBay don't make sense to me because I always just put up what I the maximum what I want to spend and then it just takes care of it immediately. Yeah. But, the, the, but, but so the, do, the you, maximum... do you then go up from there? I assume. Well, I, I put yeah. I put five fifty in five pound fifty and I thought there's no way he's gonna pay more than that. All right, and then he went five five sixty and I was like. But don't you? I mean, if you put in a hundred pounds, it'll only bid you a little bit more than what the current bid is, or the highest current do, bid. Do you know what? I do? Yeah, but then you you could end up playing some stupid amount, right? I'm not, I'm not being funny, right? But you know, when I was buying demons, so well, that's why you only yeah. put as much as you're willing to pay. Listen, 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 right? When I was buying it. There was some already being bid on up to, I mean, now they've just gone through the roof. You know, people are paying stupid money for it now. It's got some sort of publicity. I thought it was people... out in the rest of the world now. Why are people stupid? No, no, only in Japan and US. Uh-huh. Nothing in Europe. Uh-huh. Nothing in Europe. No, anyway. the US is the rest of the world. <laughs> we are the rest of the yeah. world. I want you to recognize. But, but what was interesting, though, people were already bidding and, and were up to £45 plus £5 postage, so they were going to end up spending 50 quid. And when I when I had a look at the buy it now, most of them were only thirty five to forty pounds. I'm like, well, why are people bidding way over what the buy it nows are? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I'm gonna play Crackdown with my mate, and we're gonna jump around and get some orbs. It's gonna be fun. Okay, just just before we move on, we have got some other stuff to do. Um, but yeah, I would just thought I would quickly mention the sales figures for World of Goo have been released. You know, uh... from the. So I thought I'd just have a quick, because we, we both really enjoyed this game, and, and just to elaborate on how many of us were cheapskates, he says. Yeah. Yes. Can I just say, right, I, I am quite astounded, because, uh, I mean, I paid $2, so I was quite a cheapskate, and I don't know whether you, you said you were going to go back and pay some more, did you? I'm going to do it soon. <laughs> You're going to do it soon, yeah, right. <laughs> but, right, six, six, get this, right, 16,000... 852 people paid one cent wow. for that. So, see, uh, that's what they—that's what they said. It's a, it was an honor system. 
It is. It is. And I mean, I'm not. I can't really claim any moral high ground paying two dollars, but it just feels like one. So come on, give them something for their nope. trouble. Yeah. Come on. And it's a cracking game, dude. Jimmy I mean, you well, sound like Homer Simpson's, like when they're going to the museum. Like I can pay anything I want, <laughs> and they're like, yeah. It's like, oh, and you expect people to pay some money? <laughs> Lots of luck, lady. <laughs> Uh, and and so well, as I've got to say, uh, three thousand people fell into our bracket, which was two to two dollars ninety nine. Yeah, that was the coin. Yeah. Like look at how look how generous we want to feel good I about ourselves. We don't want to give them any money. I know, well, but that's that's two hundred times more generous than the one cent. People. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. This person has there no you. generosity. I have two hundred times that. There you go. Uh, but the most popular, apart from the one cent, which was the most popular amount to pay, uh. has to be said, uh, 15,700 people paid between $1 and $2. And then $15,000 the... no. was the next most popular no. amount. No, at the, at the opposite end of the spectrum, four people paid $50 for the game. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, four people paid forty to forty-five dollars, and they've screwed uh, up because they were uh, trying to put in five dollars. They put in an extra zero. <laughs> no. Oh shit! I just gave them fifty dollars. You know, you have to verify it on PayPal. I already did that too. Why'd you do it so fast? Shut up. But what's interesting about a hundred people paid over the retail price of the original game. You know, the original twenty-dollar retail, cool. which I thought was yeah, I thought was quite well, cool. So, about how many people. were sold total? I didn't tidy it up, but I'd be, I'd be curious to know how many they sold and how much they lost on each game compared to the standard well, retail price. Well, they wouldn't have done that, would they? Because it was digital distribution, so it didn't cost them anything. Oh, but I'm saying, though, if normally the game they sold, sold for $20, I'd be curious to know... Whatever they sold... I mean, look at it this way, right? 15000 that's $30,000 just off the $2 people. Yeah, that's true. That's a lot of money, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I I agree that it's probably, you know, they probably made a lot more money than they would have made that. Even week, off the one uh, cent people, where? even off the one cent people, that's $1,000, isn't it? But it depends on, yeah, but it depends on, yeah, no, you're right. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, I do. And this I just what, have to know how many they would have, they sold the week before. I want to know how many they sold the week before. Well, put it this way, it was so successful, they extended the promotion by, uh, I think it was a further five days afterwards. Oh, yeah? So we lied to people. Yeah. You said you can't get it anymore, but they could have gotten it. No, we did. They could have done, yeah. They oh, extended great. the day. We're sorry, everybody. Yeah. Please don't hate us. But well, do you know what? I was on iTunes. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that was. Re- I think they did really well out of it. I reckon they probably made double what they would normally make yeah, in a I week think you're on probably like. Right, and I think that's a let that be a lesson to you, Xbox. Treble. You know, they've made a lot of money that week just on that alone. You know, and yeah, you know, let's have some promotions like that because they obviously made a lot of cash from it. Come on, let's have some it stuff like that. It makes good business sense. It makes good gaming sense. It's a win-win-win. It's a win-win-win. Well, okay, before we do Cranky Duke this week, uh, you know, we didn't do a list last week, and I know Chini was very disappointed. He was crying when we were playing Left 4 Dead. I know. I just hope we're going to have a list this week. Exactly, exactly. It was weird that he was talking about the U.S. accent. As this this show gets released on the 30th of October, which is the day before Halloween, (laughs) we would do the top 10 scariest games. That wasn't me being scared. That wasn't me doing an impression of the ghost. That was me doing an impression of a really camp man. Really? <laughs> I didn't know Big Smooth Ape was on the show. <laughs> Big Smooth Ape would crush you with his eyelids. I... <laughs> I'm sure that was true. And then well, he'd call you by man. Hey, Stuart! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like the games and the basketball! 
What is that? Is it Mario crossed with Fat Albert? What are you saying about Big Smooth? It's horrible. I have no nothing to do with any of this Big Smooth. If you're listening, hey, uh, he, JF loves me. He, he knows we joke. I know. It's funny that you <laughs> sound like Mario. I like the game. I like the games in the basketball. Uh, oh my god. Um, can I just say one of the lists that didn't make it? There was a list that just reminded me of was uh, top ten video game facial hair. I did have a, I uh, did have a list. Three all three all three. He, no, he wasn't. But Splinter Cell, the old one, was, oh. which was a bit. Max Payne three would have been on it. He looks like a Roy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Mario. Boy, anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> now, I'm, do we have some God. background music for this scary video I think, game I think list? We do. I think we should. Yeah. Um, That's how, I think we, something atmospheric, something that just kind of puts me on edge. That would be perfect. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. There it is, scary music. Whoa. <laughs> right, so this list is. My wife wrong. would have to be out of town tonight. <laughs> You're on your own, Duke. Oh. oh, God, the house is so big and empty. Right, this list is from screwattack.com, uh, and it's the top 10 scariest games. Are you ready, guys? We're ready. I guess. Give it. Now, uh, as an idea, I pitched to to the missus. I said on the 30th, because I'm, I'm in London on the 31st with Stuart. But on the 30th, um, I've got Dead Space in my house. And I says, I've got a really scary game in my house. And I've yet to play it or start it. So we're going to have a kind of like a halloween night. Switch all the uh, lights off. Play Dead Space. Have some snacks. You know, for our scary night. Uh, so number 10 is Dead Space. Very good. So, Very good. Yeah, would you agree, Stu? That it's a. Uh, I would. I would definitely agree. And incidentally, that's where the music's from. Ah. So there you go. <laughs> that is the dead day. Ah! <laughs> this day. No, I haven't. I actually, went. That's what, what I was going to hope to get when I got Quantum Asalas, and then I never ah. got it. So I will play you, it. At some also, point. do you know that's like somebody's just got murdered in your in your room? That I, I know. I heard. That. That. Yeah. I heard. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay. Scary right. stuff so, going on in my house now, man. Number nine. Um, but yeah, I played Dead Space, and it's a brilliant game. If you've never played it, get it. Will it make me poo my pants? Um, do you know it's it's more the tension? It, it, there are some jumpy bits, but it's the atmosphere, the music, the sounds, the incidental noises that make this right, game what it is. And extraction is equally good. Okay, is equally good. well. Here we go. So, uh, right. Number nine. I haven't played this one, but I have played the original, and I believe that there is a remake of the remake coming out for the Wii. It's I Resident Evil, the remake for the GameCube. I mean, I've heard good I've things. Had... I've heard very good things about this one. Did you Did you play the original? Yes. Did you... And and how was that? You see, because I've never played the original uh, Resident Evil. It's very good, you know, for its day. It was. Uh, I mean, like the, the it's a bit dated now because the cutscenes were, you know, uh, live action cutscenes. They were real actors and not very good actors and. Uh, and I guess that you know this this up to date version of Resident Evil is just kind of like a more traditional um, you know survival horror game, and it's because it, it, uh, the first Resident Evil on the PS One is a bit laughable now, you know, when you see those, it's it's very hard to take seriously. So maybe the GameCube version is is just better for a kind of like a younger audience because they'd look at the you know the really bad graphics and go oh, that's terrible. I oh, know the graphics might be great. Great. Uh, I wonder the, the graphics will be compared to like you know the Xbox now, but you know still it'd be uh, probably good. I've seen clips of it, but I haven't played the remake. Huh. 
Very good. Next one. Next one. Next one. Number eight is Bioshock. Yay! Duke, I want to yeah. know your feelings about this. Yeah, what do you think, Duke? Uh, I don't know that I would call it really scary. I mean, you know, I, I I've always said it was a good game in terms of its atmosphere and everything, but I never I never felt scared really. It's kind of gruesome, but I don't know that I would I, I was ever really scared by it. I don't know if it was scary or it was more creepy. Yeah, you know, creepy, I guess. Yeah, it was very creepy. You know, I mean that that very I've got to say the very first bit where you you sort of you know go down in the, in the bathosphere. Yeah. as it were, and sort of that bit with the splicer when it's killing the guy, yeah. your predecessor. Yeah, I thought that was I one think, of the greatest the, beginnings. Yeah, to I, think, a game. I think the first hour is quite scary, and then <laughs> yeah, after that, is. when you kind of like know this world, because the the, the uh, like some of the scariest things are the things that you don't know or you can't see. Yeah, yeah. And well, once you know what's going on in this world, you, you're kind yeah. of less scared of it. You know, That's once true. you fought like a, a big daddy like a couple of times and you're like yeah. okay these are scary they're, they're very intimidating when you look at them but mm. they're, they're, they're beatable you know I can kill them well the thing that first scared me I mean the first thing that kind of freaked me out when I was looking at some of the previews for Bioshock trying to figure out if I should get it or not where you know it, yeah you're in this dark room and there's like these crazy women wearing these weird bird masks and they're talking about we know what we do with people like you here and you don't have no idea what they're talking about and you can't tell where they are and they jump out of the darkness and stuff and it kind of makes you do this there you go <laughs> I also think, you know, that very first bit where you come across a woman with the pram. Yeah. And you think she's looking at a baby and it's actually a pistol. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's one bit where you have to, like, walk around uh, and you see, like, he plays with shadows and you walk around and, like, yeah. you see, just as you turn the corner, you see a door shut. It's very good with that. But they're, they're, they're very small parts of the game overall. I think yeah. uh, it is very scary at the start, but once you know what's going on, it's not scary. And but next... I think as well in the... In the demo, the end of the demo, you know, which is obviously in the game where all the where you get oh, the demo is great, room. yeah. But yeah. unfortunately, in that room and unfortunately, you can't make a, a five-minute game. You have to, you have to. No, you can't. You can't. Oh well. Number but, uh, seven. But, uh, number seven. I have no idea how to pronounce this, but it's Call of something. Call of uh, Cthulhu. Cthulhu. There you go. Cthulhu. HP Lovecraft. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah. Never. But this ever is... heard of it. Cthulhu. Uh, I've there's heard. a author named H.P. Lovecraft. He wrote. It was an American, like 19th century writer. He was really kind of out there for his time, and he wrote about this creature named Cthulhu. Go ahead. Yeah, but it was like a third-person adventure game, wasn't it? All right. Uh, but it, it was sort of dynamic, if I remember rightly. I never played it, but I've heard quite a bit about it. And yeah. It did all sorts of different things, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've never played it, so I can't really comment. But I've heard it's quite a good game. I heard it. Um, well, next one. Like right. <laughs> I know. Number six uh, is condemned. Yeah, you know, I've still got to say best uh, launch title I think ever, or one of the best launch titles ever, in my opinion, for any console. But the problem is, condemned two has a bear chase. <laughs> <laughs> I still like this better. I still preferred this game. Uh, to I've this. never I've... played the first one, but I'm going oh. on the this. The, I, Oh, what I, from what I heard, the, the second one had better game mechanics. Like it, it, it kind of worked better. The the fighting. I don't think it did. Well, I really don't. I really enjoyed the first one because the first one had way more atmosphere. And it, I wasn't it, it talking has... about that though. I was talking about the, how how the the impact of the punches. Fit. Well, it, I, 
I don't know. I I like the first one. You know, there was some little animations in the first one, which I didn't see in the second one. Whereas, you know, when you were whacking someone around the head with a piece of 4B2, you'd see teeth flying out and stuff. And it it seriously got one of the creepiest sections in any game ever, which is uh, in a department store with mannequins. And it's just the creepiest thing ever. Have you played this, Duke? Have you ever played Condemned? No, the only thing, only real interaction I ever had with Condemned before I started doing this show was I had a student recommend it to me. He was like, it's a really good game. And uh, it is. he, yeah, but you know what? He was one of these kids that kind of worried me. And I was like, you know, <laughs> I was kind of like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to maybe look at that at some point, but you kind of creeping me out here with that. No, seriously, right? If I mean, going back to the crackdown thing, if you want to pick up a really cheap game, which which is still, for me, a, a really good experience, have a go of Condemned. You'll not be disappointed. It is, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty creepy. There is a, a, a part in it where... I, I felt the hers on the back of my neck stand up. It was that creepy. Well, I could only speak for Condemned 2. But there, yeah. I could only speak for Condemned 2, but there were parts in Condemned 2 where I went, no way, I am not walking yeah. through the next room. I, I am shitting myself, you know. So yeah. I'm guessing, you know, ones like that as well. So very good. Number five. Fear. Mm. I haven't played I the first one, but the second one kind of intimidated me. I was... Uh... I mean, again, it goes for the creepiness. Yeah. It's, it's pretty sort of creepy. But, but I, I, you know, I can't again. I can't speak for Fear One, but I'll say Fear Two had moments where it, uh, you know, you, you're peering. I think it did a good job of that whole like making you strain to look into the screen, and then suddenly it's flashing and they're screaming and ah, it's right in your face, and it was just like, oh my god. I think the the, the, the bit in the yes. second game that stood out for me was the bit where you're in the school and all the bodies were sort of going along the ceiling. Yeah. You know, and yeah. sort of in all this blood and stuff. And there's a few moments like that in the first game as well. And it does, but I, it was too hard for me. I never finished it. I never got to the end because the checkpoints were shit. Mm. It was just awful. Mm. But, you know, it was a good, but the bit the bit I played of it, I really enjoyed, but I never got to the end. I gave up, got frustrated. I don't know if, yeah. uh, I don't know if any one of us has played number four. I've heard of it, definitely heard of it. And I it have. does feature scary uh, little girls with long black hair. Again, log fear. I know. Um, yeah. Number four is Fatal Frame 2. Nope. And this is a game nope. where you have to, to, to take pictures of ghosts, I believe. That's the uh, the general... Oh, God, yes, I have heard of it. Now you've mentioned that, I, I do vaguely no, remember There's it. no like, um, you know, shooting or anything like that. You just kind of solve... Uh, kind of puzzles and take pictures of... It's like a very serious Ghostbusters, if you want. But instead of capturing the ghosts, you, you capture them on a picture. Oh, no, no. I mean, have you played this, Duke? Nope. I, I think I may have seen it in the shop and been like, eh, camera? I don't know. Meh. Yeah, well... Oh, no, there is no good. Yeah. Rubbish. There is, a Wii, there is a Wii version of this, I think. So Is there? Yeah. Oh, I, might, I might look up for that. I might have a look for that. I do like that sort of thing. Okay, uh, oh, the next one. Number three. Oh, Stonehenge. There's a light. Where the demons dwell. And the <laughs> live and they do live well. Number three <laughs> is probably one of my favorite games, Eternal Darkness. Yep, and I have played this also. Duke, have you played this? I have not. You need to play this. You really need to play this. I don't have a GameCube. Do you have a Wii? Nope. Buy a GameCube. <laughs> they're cheaper just, just to yeah. buy just this because yeah. you yeah. could probably pick up a GameCube for what $20 yeah. yeah probably the price of a second hand game 
I don't yeah. know. It's worth. It's worth. Yeah. It's worth uh, playing once in your life. Uh, they actually sell GameCube controllers separately more than the GameCube. Worth more than the original GameCube. Yeah. But it's, it's a great game. There are parts in this game because of the insanity meter where you think you are going insane and it pretends to not save properly. But it's just really? the game messing with your mind, and nice. sometimes you'll walk on ceilings. I fought a whole boss for half an hour, and then realised it was just a hallucination. Things like that. Wow. Uh, that is funny. It is well, just um, just to mention, oh, Call of Cthulhu had that as well. Oh, well they had the sort of insanity meter stuff going on as well. Yeah. And I have no idea what that was. Okay. Um, Okay, Duke, I'm banning you from making those weird sounds. Where's he found those? (laughs) I'm scared now. I'm scared. The first thing you play in a Turtle Darkness, you're just locked in a room full of like demons and you just have to kill them. And you don't know anything about the controls, the game, the story. And you're like, what the hell's going on? You have an axe, don't you? You're given an axe. I thought it was a rifle or something. Oh, it's a shotgun. Yeah, there you go. Shotgun, you're right. It's very very good. it's a brilliant game. I wouldn't call it like really like shitty pants here, but there are those moments where you kind of go, "What the hell's going on?" You know, it, it does play with your mind a bit. Very and it's quite a clever little puzzler, isn't it? Because you basically get a journal, don't you? That you have to sort of piece together. You know, you find pages of it, and then that takes you into another like world. Mm-hmm. Very clever. A bit, bit like Mist. There you go. You see, you yeah. definitely like it. Definitely like it. Well, just because you compared it to Mist just now. <laughs> There you go. Honestly, there you go. It reminds me a bit of every game. I play <laughs> exactly. I know. Have you played Modern like Warfare Two? It's just like Mist, except like instead this. of books, you have guns and grenades. I'm like, Duke. Oh, can you boys come? I really want to play it with you. And he's like, Nah. It's like Mist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I right. just bought it. Let's okay. Next one. Next one. Move on. Two move on. is System Shock Two, which is the people who made Bioshock, uh, and it's very similar, but in space. And instead of uh, somebody talking to you through a radio, it's like kind of the main central computer of the spaceship guiding you through the game. Have you played but this I game? hear this game will turn your knuckles white completely from tension. There you go. Mm. Should we move on? Because we don't really know. Yeah, move on, move on. Yes. And the number one, the number, number, one. M- number one scariest one, game ever. One, one. Uh, Silent Hill. Yeah, hey. Never played this. <laughs> Either of you played this? I played two. And Silent was it scary? Silent Hill two was brilliant, uh, and it was very scary. Uh, I really didn't expect the first one to be on here. I do remember seeing that there was uh, ages ago. There was sort of you know like scary, worst. <laughs> it was another list, funnily enough. But I think it was uh, most gruesome video game deaths or something like that. And one, I'm sure one of those was out of Silent Hill. And it was right at the beginning of the game, and this guy was walking down an alley, and then he turns a corner, and these three dudes just sort of kill him. And that was what you assumed was the main protagonist in the game, but he was killed off virtually within the first ten minutes of starting the game, which was quite a clever little thing to do. You'll be glad to know one of the first comments on this list is, I found Silent Hill 2 to be a bit scarier, but it's still an excellent list. Oh, there you go. There you go. A <laughs> so person on a website agrees with you. <laughs> um, okay, let's go. Shall we? Shall we do Cranky Duke, and then it's time for the quiz this week, which uh, I'm scared because Duke's hosting it. <laughs> That's scary. You see, it's a scary show. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Are we ready for some Cranky Duke? <laughs> let's do some Cranky Duke. All right, here we go. Duke here we go. Crazy, crazy, crazy. It's time for Cranky Duke. Thank you for calling. 
our prayer counselors are currently assisting other callers. Please hold and someone will be with you in just a moment. Your call is very important to us. Please continue to hold. One of our prayer counselors will be with you shortly. Good afternoon. Thank you for calling. Hi, how may I help you? Yes, hi. I have some questions about video games, and I'm hoping you can provide me with some assistance. I don't have any answers about that. Oh, no. <laughs> I can pray for you to have wisdom if the Lord can help you with it. Would you like to do that? Yeah, I just, do you have any ideas about, just in general, what things I should look for in a video game? No, sir, I'm sorry, I sure don't. I, you know, the only thing is I wouldn't get any of those that are, you know, there's so many of them that are not fit to to view or to use or whatever, so I would really be careful. Yeah, because I was looking at some of them, and there's one called Left Behind, and I know that's a great series of books, uh-huh. and I was thinking maybe, you know, I know there's a little bit of violence in it, but it's it's a story about God. Right. I don't know. I've never heard of that, so I don't know, but I'd be glad. You've heard of the books, though. Oh, sure. I've heard of those series of books, but I didn't know they had a video about it. But, you know, I mean, it's a great, awesome series of books. So, well, let's just pray that the Lord will give you wisdom. Okay. And the other thing, I was, you know, because there's one called Assassin's Creed, and it has to do with the Templars. And I was wondering if, if that, I don't know anything about the Templars, so I don't know if you can tell me anything about them. About what? The Templars, the Knights Templar. Templar? Yeah. No, I don't know anything about that. Oh, okay. I sure then, don't. I've never heard of it. There's another one called Oblivion, and I looked up, and I know that, I know that in Psalm 88 it mentions Oblivion, and I didn't know if that game might have something to do with the Psalms or... You might just get on the internet and double check and see what kind of rating they have on the games. A lot of times they'll rate those and you can tell from the ratings. What Does kind it of rating according to its, its sort of its relationship with God or... No, oh, I mean, you know, like ratings for violence and different things like that. There'll be ratings on them that I don't... Because I don't know. I don't never play them, so I don't know anything about them. Yeah, I know. And, and there's one um, called... Uh, the, that Oblivion game has... It has like unicorns in it and stuff. And I know that unicorns are mentioned like in the Book of Job Psalm 29 and stuff, so I don't know if that would indicate that it's a good game for me. You just would want to be careful what you get. I just, I would. So let's just pray for uh, the Lord to give you wisdom. And you said your name's Stephen, right? Uh-huh. Okay, Stephen, let's just pray and ask the Lord to give you wisdom to know what to do, okay? Yes, definitely. Okay. Lord, your Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, Stephen and I come together in a green prayer, Father. Lord, I just pray right now that you give Stephen wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, Father God. Help him to know what video games are good, what are not good, Lord. Give him uh, knowledge and understanding about that, Father God. Give him discernment, Lord God, that he can find out maybe on the Internet, do some research, whatever he needs to do, Father God. Lead God and direct him that he'll find just the right ones that are that are of good quality and, and something wholesome, Lord God. Amen and amen. Indeed, yes. Thank you very much. Thank and you. God bless you. You know, there's another one called The Ballad of Gay Tony, and I thought, okay, I was nervous because it's about, you know, this guy named Gay Tony, but then it says a ballad, and I thought maybe that means that it's sad and it's trying to show us that, you know, that lifestyle will lead us to sadness. Yeah, you never know until you get into them. You know, you just have to really be careful. So I just pray, you know, just watch it. Be careful what you I will, and I'll get into them and find out. Yeah, yeah there you go. Appreciate well, God bless you. Have a good day. Thank you, too. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Can I can I just ask so can I just clarify this? She's suggesting you get into gay Tony. Is is yeah, how you want to get it? You never know until you get into him. So play it for a while and then see if it's good. Hey, I'm gay Tony. I believe you're going to get into me tonight. <laughs> oh my god! Well. Did God wow. show you the way? And uh... I just love that soundbite. Give God, give Stephen the power to choose which video <laughs> games are good or not.
you reckon God's up in his meeting room and the, the receptionist is going, have you given Stephen the power to uh, find those guys? And he's like, shit, I forgot. Oh, I was busy trying to start genocide in <laughs> I just had this cure for cancer in the drawer. Oh. Let me just put it back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. She was very helpful, though. She wasn't was. She was so Can nice. I... It's so. This... Oh, so many she times very... they call no, people. She, was, so she nice. was very quick to get rid of you, though. She was like, Let's just <laughs> well, get that's on the, the phone. I, I waited at least the five minutes, actual minutes, waiting for some prayer counselor to help me out. And it's like, dude, hire some more prayer counselors, man. You can, I, can I just Imagine ask if I had that... like a suicide complaint or something. Was that like one of these premium lines that cost about ten dollars a minute? Oh, no, I wouldn't that? wait five minutes on that. But well, I was just oh, thinking. It's one, these, you know. it's one of these big uh, empires of prayer, and also, why don't you give us some money while you're at it? And uh, so, yeah, they have a TV network and lots of other stuff. See, we have nothing like that in this country. And, we and have the guy who runs it's also selling an energy drink. Strangely enough, so if you turn on their TV network, he's like, "May the Lord bless you, and may Jesus walk in the light of goodness." Also, buy my energy drink. <laughs> Oh, my God. You see, I just don't get all that stuff because, obviously, we don't have it in the UK. You know, we just yeah, but you do church. have Anglicans converting to Catholicism now, apparently. We do. We have Mormons. Yeah. Lots of Mormons now in this country. Uh, you we, can't compare to huge... Utah, though. I mean, come on. We've got a huge Mormon church just around the corner yeah, from where I we started it. Who are you going to compete? Exactly. Right. Exactly. But they're very nice. You know, they yeah. do come around knocking on the door. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I'm sort of a uh, well, nice person in my area. Uh, someone knocks on my door, bothering me. It's usually a bad person, unless they're giving <laughs> me money or it's my friend. <laughs> Oh, it's like on the Futurama when uh, Bender's like, you know, jacking on with all the electricity and he's like lying in the gutter and the religious guy comes up and he's like, have you seen the way of the robot savior? And Bender says, hey, man, do I preach to you when you're lying stone in the gutter? No. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's uh, time for this week's quiz. Oh, oh yeah. The Gamer Raiders. Let's have the intro music. Yeah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody else, to episode three of the Gamerators. I'm your host, Duke Scav, and tonight we've got some blockbuster questions featuring uh, intro music and general trivia, as well as a new feature because the kid I was going to ask to describe video game covers got sick. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> <Very> sick. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, ready for sickness. Child's play. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Um, but so instead of doing the sickness thing or the child's play, <laughs> sickness. Thing, I got sick playing a video game. What game was I playing? Um, instead of the child's play, thing, here's what I've done. I've tried to come up with an interesting way of, of doing a different method of that. And here's what I came up with. It's called Do the Review, Name the Game. I found six reviews, three for each okay. review, and they're from various years. I will give you the year. I will give you the outlet, the magazine or website that is reviewing the game. I will tell you what they said about the game. You have to tell me what game they're talking about. Okay. okay. No, I like that. Okay. I like that. First three are for you, Stuart. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Number one. Eurogamer 2001, quote, The first half is fast, exciting, beautifully designed, and constantly full of surprises. The second half is festooned with gobsmacking plot twists and great cinematics, but let down by repetitive paint-by-numbers level design. What game are they talking about? 2001? Yes. That's a long time ago. Can I ask what platform it was on? Am Um, I allowed that? No. Ask that. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> oh no, you've turned the tables on me. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go. He says, and I'm I'm probably completely wrong here, but I'm gonna go with Ico. Oh. Would you like to try to steal for a point, Jenny? I'm gonna say Halo. Oh. That's why I couldn't tell you what system it was on. It would have totally given it away. I'm rubbish at this game. Shinny gets one point. Okay, don't worry. You got lots of questions (laughs) to come. You can still pull it out. Don't lose hope. Okay. Question number two for you, Stu. Gaming Age, 1997. Quote, overall, this game, while being a good corridor shooter, is a corridor shooter nevertheless. I have no problem with, name of company, releasing quality games, but I think it's time they expanded the horizons of the system a little. Oh my god. Corridor what year was this? 1997. I'm going to say, right, and this is probably our, but it, was it the original Half Life? Oh, rubbish. Jenny, would you like to ah. steal the point? Can you repeat it, please? I'll, I'll... Overall, this game, while being a good corridor shooter, is a corridor shooter nonetheless. I have no problem with this company releasing quality games, but I think it's time they expand the horizons of the system a little. Oh, shooter, 1997. The only one I can think of is Goldeneye. Wow. <laughs> Do you know, I'd actually thought of that before you said it, so if you got it wrong, I was going to say Goldeneye as well. No, but it's no. too late now. Uh, all right, chance to pull out one point in this first part, Stu, don't worry. Okay. XGP Gaming 2004, quote, by far the best RPG I've played since Final Fantasy VII. Is that it? That's it. Is that it? 2004. XGP Gaming. Yeah, that means nothing to me. <laughs> oh, my well, God. Well, it should. Really? Why? Oh. I can't say anything else. The best RPG since Final Fantasy VII in 2004. Yes. RPG, you see... I have no idea. You have five seconds to give me your final answer. I have no idea. Chinny, would you like to try to steal the point? What What did they say it was best <laughs> RPG since when? Final since Fantasy VII. I, I reckon it's another Final Fantasy game. <laughs> XGP Gaming. The X is a big clue here, people. Xbox 360 was not out yet, which means I, they I, were talking I, about the Xbox. What role-playing game has there uh, ever been no, on the Xbox? The Old Republic. Oh! Yeah, nice, the Old Republic. <laughs> um, look, we don't know. <laughs> we don't. Jade's Empire. What role-playing game has there been on the Xbox? It's been a real Jade's big Empire. success. Jade's the first Empire. Xbox. Jade's Empire. The role-playing game everybody played on the Xbox. Lords of the Old Republic. <laughs> yeah, Knights of the Old Republic. There's a sequel that everybody's played on the Xbox 360. You had a dog. You married people. Fable. Wow. Hey, do that point. Hey, no. <laughs> I thought that one was way too easy. I'm like, they're going to get that instantly. Well, yeah, here's what I thought of that. Right, you need to give us more than the best RPG. Oh, please. Uh, Next, the role-playing game on the Xbox. Oh, Come oh. on. All right. There was loads um, of the Old Republic was the best one. I've okay, never seen here a we game go. show where the host actually just gets angry. I, with the, yeah, that's that's why I don't you are have a game. stupid. You are <laughs> stupid. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I know that that's annoying when people do that, but yeah. I felt again. I felt like it was whatever. Do you know? Right. No, I really feel I should have had a PS2 now because I know none of this stuff because I never had a PS2. Never had an original Xbox. Halo was not on the PS2. No, I didn't have an original Xbox either. 
Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense then. I have, All right. See, well, maybe I, you can steal some of these when Chinny gets these wrong. Okay. All right. Question number one for Chinny. Yo. Game Chronicles 2001, quote, by far the best game you could ever get for your PS2. Sure, it's dark and dirty and maybe even a bit evil, but we're all consenting adults here. PS2 2001. Wow. Do you mean World of Warcraft? Because <laughs> <laughs> if so... It's dark and dirty. Man. Um... Five seconds to give me your final answer. Hang on, I gotta. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, twisted metal. Stu, would you like to try to steal this one? Yeah, can you do the quote again? You can just read it again. By the, the by far the best game you could get for your you could ever get for your PS2. Sure, it's dark and dirty, and maybe even a bit evil, but we're all consenting adults here. And it came out in two thousand and one. Oh, I think I know what it is. It, is it? Oh, I'm going to go with. No, it isn't. No, that was later. I don't know. I'm going to go. I, I don't know. Chinny for no points. What's the answer? Is it Max Payne? Well, maybe I put picking. Uh, I tried to pick games that we all knew. Like it's not. They're not obscure games. So that one was GTA Three. No. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. I thought the evil part. I don't know. I, I thought that you was said 2001, right? Yeah. I really didn't think it came out then. Yep. It did, though. Yeah, it did. All um, right, next one for you, Chinny. Ready? IGN 1996, quote, If this is not a strong game, I don't know what is. It's got a great main character, immense levels, challenging puzzles and enemies, and, wait for it, a plot, something sorely lacking in most of today's shoot-em-ups. Shoot-em-ups. 1996, right? The only thing, I, the only game I could think of that came out in 1996 was Tomb Raider, but that's not really a shooting up. Is that your final answer? Say it again. Say the quote again, please. If this is not a strong game, I don't know what is. It's got a great main character, immense levels, challenging puzzles and enemies, and wait for it, a plot, something sorely lacking in most of today's shoot 'em ups. Duke Nukem came out as well. I'll say Duke Nukem. 3D. Fuck. Stu, would you like to try to steal this one? I'm going to go with Tomb Raider. No! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I was like, no, don't stop saying uh, that. Yeah, exactly so right. funny. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Quake came out that year as well. She I was thinking Quake. She's huge, doesn't she? Yeah. Uh, Quake... it, it is distracting because he says, yeah, that thing, but... Uh, it's not a... <sighs> but she does shoot. I mean, that's the main mechanic apart from the climbing, isn't it? Lots of shooting. <laughs> you would have got that. You know, no, I would. You know, I really thought that. That was the first thing I thought. I thought, oh, that's too. I almost said that's too bloody easy. Why is he getting an easy one? There you go. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh-huh. Then I thought yours were easy too. So you know, that's fair. Okay. So Stu's coming back with one point. It's one to two. Hold on, I'm, I'm, I need another question. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're gonna give you another question. Just hang on one second. Okay. This is from a website called The Game Boys. And it's from 2006. You ready? This game stands as an example of the absolute definition of a great sequel. It is so much improved that I cannot even fathom going back to play the original now. Sequel. 2006. Yes. I'll say Oblivion. Stu, would you like to try to steal this one? Was it Half-Life 2? Ah. It was Guitar Hero 2. Oh, man. And I gotta tell you, it's hard to find one that had 
nothing in the review about the guitars because, you know, music or anything like that. So, All right, so the score at the end of that round stands with Chinny at two in the lead. Stu has one. Next round is intro sounds. These are from all over the place. Some of them are recent. Some of them are older. I think some of them are easy. Some of them are hard. Let's see how you folks do. So, Mr. Chin, maestro, if you would, please, let's have the first sound intro. What's the game? Could be anything. <laughs> What's no, the year? that's very distinctive music. What's the year? I think. Only if you've played it. No well, doubt. of course. No doubt. Uh, what year is it from? I can't tell you because I don't know. Okay. I tell mean, you it's from back in the day. It, it definitely sounds like it's from <laughs> no back shit. in the day. <laughs> um, <laughs> you see, that it, it means nothing to me. I'm going to go for Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Jenny, would you like to steal it? Zelda. <laughs> you see, I've never owned a SNES or a NES or any Nintendo console till the Wii. Wow. It's from so the it's... original NES, which I think came out before Chinny was born. So, no, I mean... Chinny's played all that sort of shit. <laughs> the, oh, game, the first game came it. out. The first game. Fixed. The first ever Zelda game came out in 1986 when I was one. So well, yeah, you've got no excuse, Stu, because you were 63. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but you all played right, Zelda I'm... games since then, and I'm assuming they all sound similar. Yeah. No, no, no. It's they really don't. I, I don't think they. Anyway, uh, let's jump ahead to number three because this is a more recent game, and I would worry about we running out of time. So, Stu, this is going to be your second and final one for the intros, and because uh, we want to get to the other infrequently asked questions bit. So, Mr. Maestro, if you would, intro number three. Here we go, number three. I sort of recognise it, but I can't quite put my finger on it. God, I feel really thick. <laughs> Whose idea was a stupid quiz? <laughs> and now you know how I feel on the first <laughs> quiz that we did. Um, okay, I sort of feel like I know it. What year? Can you give me the year for that? Very recent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. It's a year. Yeah. Did you? I, I want to say 2007 or 2008. Okay. I'm sorry, I can't be more specific. Was it Oblivion? Jenny, would you like to try to steal it? I have no idea. No, that was my game. Yes. Creed. Oh, oh. I, I thought that the the there's one part where he's pulling the little thing out of his he- sleeve. You know, whoosh. I thought that kind of would give it away a bit. Okay. The bells. Yeah. Evil <laughs> environment. Crowd. You can hear the crowd. Yep. It's so easy to me when I'm seeing it, you know? Yeah, it's hard to tell easy. what it'll be like for this the first is, What I was picking up last week, like, like the Mass Effect one, I was like, this is so easy, you know, right. but it's not. And especially if you know the person's played it or whatever it is. Okay, yeah. Chinny, so your first one is going to be number two on that list, so if you would please okay. play intro two. All right, here we go. <laughs>
Uh, is that your Alex, final answer? Alex the Kid or something. Stu, would you like to try to steal it? I think he's a sort of a verti- Is he a vertical shooter type guy? Uh, oh, we I just have to give the genre now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have accepted that. Maybe. No, I was just trying uh, to get no, a clue. It's, Mi- it's Mike Tyson's punch out. Oh, Never. you think ever would have got that in yeah. life. Oh, people who've played it, no. And they just put out a Wii version, which I understand sounds it. a lot alike. Look, I, did I just say, I never had a Nintendo. Well, never that's had. why I didn't give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the next one is number four. So, if you would, it, Jenny, if you'd play number four, and this, is, again, is a more recent game. That is so easy. That's not allowed. Hold up. What's that the game, Jenny? That's that's hard. That's... that's not hard at all. You're just making it feel stupider, Stu. It's hard when you don't know it. When you yeah. don't know it's, when you don't know it's left for dead. <sighs> oh! Oh, I Reason? pushed the wrong button. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Look, you give me some crappy Nintendo games. I've never played it. I you gave you Assassin's Creed. I don't want to hear your bitch. Assassin's Creed, sure what, three years ago? Side. Are you just giving me a game? Should we do the last two intros then if you quit your bitch? You're giving him a game you were playing tonight. tonight. All right, fine. You know what? The only way to stop him from complaining is to give him number five. So if you would, Shinny, please play intro five for Stu. All right. This is not fair. See? Planet Earth. Little big planet. Little big planet. I knew that. You see. I had to play the victory sound at least once for. Look, I think I deserve a point for giving me such obscure games that I had no chance of getting. Obscure Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Well, you're the left for that obscure game. I'm sorry you never played it. Left for that you played tonight. You played tonight. 2.5 million hey, in the U.S. Look, left dead is an easy one, but so is, you know, Little Big Planet. So there you go. Oh, now you're even. Oh, Assassin's Creed. So don't give me none of that bloody not obscure. You were a t- monster on the first quiz, so whatever. Yeah, whatever. All right, let's move on <laughs> to the next section, shall we? <laughs> Hold on, he got an extra intro. Yeah, too right. Because he was whining and complaining. Uh, fair enough. Oh, I'm going to whine and complain even more now. <laughs> I guess so. The next section is called Infrequently Asked Questions. These are just general trivia about video games, and there will be five of them for each of you. So we will start with Chinny. Right. Question number one. What game did Electronic Gaming Monthly call the most controversial game of 1993? Stu, would you like to steal this one? Uh, 1993, that's a long time ago, isn't it? And I don't think that was out then, was it? No, it definitely wasn't. Um, I'm just trying to think. I was thinking Manhunt, but that was way later. Is that uh, your final answer? No, because that was way later. What is your final answer? Let me think. Nice, controversial we game. We don't have time for thinking. Give me your final okay, answer. Okay, you can. The answer is Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah, of course. All right, question number two, Chinny. What is the most ported video game of all time? Can I have any clues? 
That's no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's uh, a popular game that's been ported into many different systems. All right, Chenny, do you have an idea? Monster Hunter. Is it, is it yeah, Tetris? Stew with a steel. Now, Chinny, you can get... Oh, I guess I should give you the bonus opportunity, Stu, since you got it right. Within 10, how many different ports have there been of that game? Oh, that's a good question. Right, I'm going to go with 20. Chinny, would you like to try to steal the bonus point? 93. Tetris has been ported 55 times. Oh, way. That is a lot of times. Yes, it is. But not quite as many as 90. All right. Question number three for Chinny. What product did Nintendo originally sell when it was founded in 1889? It was a toy company, wasn't it? Can you be more specific? Was it like kind of action figures or figures or something? Stu, do you want to try to steal? Can I, you to, didn't you just say 1889? Yes. Yeah, they, they definitely had action figures back in 1889. Well, they might have had some rudimentary action figures. <laughs> Give me your answer, Stu. What do you want? Was it, was it dolls? It was playing cards. Really? Okay, next question. What was the first console to sell 100 million units worldwide? This is for Chinny. Um, does this include handhelds? No. First console. I'd say the Wii. Stu, would you like to take a guess? Was it, was it the PlayStation 2? Oh, was it? it was the PlayStation 1! No, I nearly said that. Ah, Maybe so it didn't. Okay, yeah. Chinny's last question. What was the only leading Nintendo series not to appear on the N64? Explain what you mean by leading. Uh, like, it's a like... very popular franchise of games. Metroid. Well done. Yes. All right. So, Chinny leads five to three, but anything's possible in the last five questions. Stu, your first question here. What was the first video game to feature a networked deathmatch mode? I would go with Wolfenstein. Tom! Chenny, would you like to say the answer? i say Quake. Unreal Tournament. Guesses? Nope. Uh, You're in the right area. I mean, you know, you've guessed all of them but this oh, one. Doom. Doom. I... <laughs> Is any points anymore? <laughs> no points for anybody on that. Number two for <laughs> Stu. What was the fastest selling video game of all time in the UK, selling one million copies in the first nine days? Really? Yes. Jeez. Um, was it Halo 3? Tommy! Would you like to guess it? Um... GTA 4. GTA San Andreas. Really? God. All right, next question for Stu. What is the most successful film based on a video game ever released? Tomb Raider. And for one bonus point, within $100 million, how much did it gross? I reckon that $330 million. 
It grossed two hundred and seventy-four million seven hundred and three thousand three hundred and forty. The score is tied. Oh, <laughs> see, it's not that bad. This right. idea, after all. Hey. Yeah, well, after you bend the rules and yeah, do it your own way. Whatever. How about this? If he comes back and wins by one point, we will. Uh, there's one more intro, and we'll give Ch- uh, Chinny the opportunity for that, since it's only fair because I gave Stu an extra intro. All right. Um, next question, Stu. Here you go. You got two more. Number four. Within ten, how many video games has Mario appeared in? Oh my god. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm just gonna within ten. I'm gonna go for thirty. Shinny, would you like to try to steal it? Forty-one. Two hundred. No. Whoa. Two hundred video games. That is mental. All right. Next question, Stu. With the score still tied, this could decide everything. How many different Street Fighter Two games have been made? Jesus. Street Fighter Two. Street Fighter Two. Okay, so that's like the HD remix and all those weird ones. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with eight. Chinny, would you like to try to steal it? Six. It's a draw. What a good contest, everybody. Thanks for playing. We'll see you next time on Gamerators. Everybody's pissed off. I know. I yeah. like when there's a draw because it shows that bo- they're equally matched. Com- contestants. We're equally stupid. Okay. Uh, you're equally complaining about the okay. rules. Oh, wait. No, one of you did more. Than- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, well, thanks for that, Duke. And, uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad you played to my rules as opposed to Jimmy's. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah, well. But yeah, thanks for it. Well done, Chin. A draw. Yeah. A draw. Uh-huh. No, I, I, don't, I don't agree with the draw. <laughs> a draw is <draw's> fine, but... <laughs> no, because okay. you moan about your choice, what Duke gives to you, and then you go, I don't know, they're too obscure, even though it's a... If I had played by Stu's rules from the first quiz, it would have just been... Whatever. Yeah, well, Let's I'm, move on. I'm back on it next week, so it'll be sorted next week. Yes, but... okay. Yeah. And I've got an idea for a few new rounds, so you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. I think we need to really wrap up. And let's do some shout Get the hell out of here. Yes. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's do some shout-outs. So we'll come to you first. Duke. Oh, man, I got to talk again? All right, uh, I got a bunch of shout-outs. Uh, Flame, 1978, and Night XXL were playing Rock Band the other day, and I was like, hey, you guys want another person? And they were like, yeah. And uh, they set up their drums because they were both playing guitar. So they, they were willing to set up their drums in order to bring me in, and I appreciate that. We had a good time playing some songs. So cheers to them. Also cheers to the people who are playing Borderlands this week, Stu and Link Stu and Rickster and CPM and Murphy's Law. So cheers to all of you. Also, Psionic Goblin wrote in on the website and gave me some ideas for Cranky Duke. So thanks to him. I really appreciate that. And hopefully we'll be doing those up next week. That's my shout-outs. And thanks to everybody who listens. And if you listen to the show and you haven't been to the website, please check it out www.035s.co.uk come and say hi there you go thank you duke and Ginny. everything that duke just says excellent um Duke, you missed out didn't you didn't you have a, a review on itunes in the u.s as well to mention we did have a review on itunes i should read it huh huh go for it mm. ah. Yeah, okay. So this is by a person named Life Leak or Life Lyak or whatever you say. Life Like. Life Like. Sure, why not? Yeah, life. Yes. Okay. 
<laughs> Here's what that person said. Good show that stays on topic. <laughs> Apparently they didn't hear this show, this week's show yet. Stu, Duke, and Chinny are pretty damned funny as well. Loving the anti-Activision stuff as of late, too. Keep it up! Well, I so did. Let me See? say thank you for that review, and screw you, Activision! Yeah, there you go. And I gave some more anti-Activision stuff, and I signed a petition, especially for him. Okay, um, well, my, my shout-outs are to you guys uh, for every week coming on and, and doing the thing, and, and to Duke for his excellent quiz, I have to say. Oh, well, it's all, uh, like, also... Um, we better say something about the Eurogamer thing because the next podcast, people here will be there. Yes. Yeah. That? Yeah. That'll well, be weird. Yeah, it's we'll, like two weeks away. But yeah, it is. And I may it not is. be on it. Well, no, you'll be on it, but we'll we might have some stuff from there and some normal stuff as well. We'll see how it goes. See how much stuff we get from there. Uh, you know, I'm not convinced with my recording equipment, so we'll see what happens. He says, "Oh no, uh, your technology has never failed. When is your technology?" <laughs> oh yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so shout out to you guys. Uh, shout out to the O three fives, the listeners as always. Uh, all the regular people, people who subscribe, people who leave us iTunes reviews. You know, all those people, everybody. You know, Overseas Connection, Fumsticks, Murphy, all those people. There you go. Lots of people. And and we have got another iTunes review on the UK site as well this week. That's two reviews in the same week. How cool is that? And this is by Wigan Tim P. <laughs> Wigan Tim P. So there you go. So I guess he's from Wigan and he eats pies, maybe. Probably. It probably does. And he says, Ace Podcast from real gamers who actually pay for their games. So yes, there you do. Which is yes, true. We don't get any funding from anybody. We're not no, no. support. We're totally community supported. So we are. And also, on a completely unrelated topic, go to shopsu.net for all your great yeah. deals. Yeah. <laughs> also, I want to say Activision yeah. is a really good company that's yeah. doing some great yeah. work on video and games. And I think yeah. that when EA flush out a new game every year, they do it with love and not for money. And like I said before, if anyone wants to send me a free copy of Modern Warfare 2, I'll play it. So there you, go. <laughs> you haven't said that before. What are you talking about? Yeah. Are you saying if, that? if anyone does want to send me a free copy, I'm uh, more than happy. If anybody wants to send me a, a free AAA game yep. of yep. anything this year, I'm going to send you more... dark, man. Watch what I, you say. I don't mind cool. playing it at all. Like, I will play it and enjoy it for, for nothing. There you but go. I, I'm just nice. Like that, and also Duke. How many Street Fighter Two games are were there? Yeah, how Five. many? Five. Didn't we say that? Five. No, no. we didn't say. It. You never told us. Then name them. The answer is five. Name them. I'll need to go back to my source. You'll need oh, to give me a second. Oh, we need to get the hell out of here. I need. Yes. I want him to name them. Well, it's just tough. You'll have to wait till next week. <laughs> name oh, them. Now it's tough. But when you want something done, oh. then it's okay. <laughs> just tough. name the Street Fighter games.
this Zelda adventure will... Oh, God, I left that in! What the heck is wrong with me? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> is it Zelda? Ah, now i got to pick another one. I'm uh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me do the other one. And was it The Legend I'll... of Zelda Ocarina of Time? It is, of course, uh, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. God, I can't believe how stupid I am. I knew that was going to happen. I was like, man, i got to make sure I, I was go scared. I was scared of doing that last week. I was, like, scared I was going to say the answer. Uh, but no, I, I didn't do it because I'm not dumb. Yeah, well, <laughs> make one of us. Oh, my God. Oh, well, that was funny, dude. Uh, hurry up. Sorry. You did that for comic effect, surely. Surely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah.